It is a Would You Rather Wednesday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. I am Glenn Clark. He is a Griffin Bass. I like this. We'll see if this one works or not. We had a um, small issue. Apparently, someone thought that our last song was theirs, which is weird because I get it from a royalty-free wet... All right, never mind. Subscription service that we use, but nothing I can do about that. So we just uh, move, move on to another uh, royalty-free subscription service song in hope and hope that this is the one that doesn't get us dinged on facebook it'd be swell good morning glenn clark radio uh major thank you to everyone who came out last night what a night we had at skipjack's crab deck in middle river for the tyus bowser show we're gonna listen in on segment number one of that program a little bit later on this hour um and you'll be able to hear it I would say in its entirety, but the truth is we went so long last night that we're not going to be able to get the entire show on 105.7 The Fan on Friday night. We're going to have to leave some stuff on the cutting room floor. I remember going into the third segment saying to to Tyus and Rita and uh, Marlon Humphrey, who was our special guest, I was like, hey, we just uh, need to do a nice quick uh, 10-minute segment here. We'll wrap things up. And then we went for another 20 minutes. Like. I mean, we're just having a lot of fun, man. Uh, great atmosphere, great food. I had the rockfish bites at uh, Skipjack's last night. I swear to God, they tasted, tasted like chicken fingers. Which, like you'd say, was that what you want? I, I, I just hope you understand what I'm saying. Like, when you get certain fried fish, you know you're eating fish. Sometimes you get certain fried fish and you're like, I don't know what this is, but it is, it's just it's decadent. Almost. And that's what the rockfish bites were last night with a little remoulade. Oh, so good. At Skipjack's Crab Deck, which is a cool place. The uh, the deck atmosphere, um, really awesome. And we just had an unbelievable time last night. Thank you to you guys who came out. Thank you to uh, Pressbox and Great Eights Memorabilia for making the show possible. Thanks to uh, Maryland Vascular Specialists and the Ginsu Kamado Grill for partnering with us for the show. And uh, huge thanks to uh, Tyus Bowser and to Marlon Humphrey. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys saw on social media. Tyus, I, I keep trying to tell you, is the nicest human being that I've ever met in my life. I mean, he's just one of the most remarkable people I've ever come across. I don't want to take anything away from Marlon, who was so cool. I mean, it was just he was just outstanding. But Tyus, two weeks ago, and Rita were talking about their sneakers because they're both sneakerheads. And Tyus was telling me about Panda Dunks, and I, of course, being not exactly the hippest human being to have ever lived, I was like, oh, yeah, totally know what they are, and he said, I'm going to get you a pair, and I swear to God, it was also because that show was on my birthday, he showed up last night, and he gifted me a pair of Panda Dunks, and I don't even know if I can wear them. (laughs) Why didn't you wear them today? Uh, I, I, we, uh, I'm going to wear them when we do the next Tyus Bowser okay, show. So okay. on October 4th, when we will be back at uh, Guilford Hall Brewery in Station North, 1611 Guilford Avenue, that will be the next time that you will see me wear the Panda Dunks. And I am ner- like, all of a sudden it's a whole thing on Twitter. People are like, I got to see what kind of fit you've got with those. Like, I, bro, I am overwhelmed. I am in over my head. I'm going to need to like ask Rita ahead of time. How should I, how should I dress if I put these shoes on, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, man. <laughs> like jeans. I am nervous. You should wear jeans. Jeans? Yeah. Because then he'll really, then he'll really be able to roast you. 
Why? I, I just don't think those are probably not shoes. Well, that what are you supposed jeans. to wear with them? I don't know. But that's okay. Thank you. You're of no help. Thank you. I don't even know why I asked you. Maybe, maybe like I don't know what you're supposed. I don't joggers. I, probably. I literally said I was like, where, where do I wear these? He's like, because if you're going out, I'm like, all right. Well, I'm a father of two. I don't do that a lot. <laughs> those days are in the rearview mirror for your boy. I mean, maybe once upon a, uh, once again in the future, yeah, probably joggers. Be- I would, I would say joggers probably look good. Uh, maybe, maybe I don't know. We'll talk. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll let Rita take care of me in that department. Okay. I'll be all right. I'm learning things. Dang, but these are nice shoes. Yo, they are oh. so nice. <laughs> like they are so nice. He was describing them because he was wearing a pair that were like in Michigan colors, basically. Like they were blue, and he was like, and somebody, I think Rita asked him about if he had a pair of pandas, and I was like, yeah, I know what pandas are. And then he described them. I was like, oh, they they actually sound like the type of shoes I could wear because. Like, they would go with a lot of things, right? Like, I wouldn't be... This is eternally... stand out. And- eternally, my... Right. Exactly right. I want them to be something that I could just sort of wear with anything. And uh, he was like... He just said, yeah, I'm going to get you a pair. And then I swear to God, he showed up last night with a bag. And I had totally... For- I had utterly and completely forgotten about it. And then I was like, oh, my God. That's pretty this cool. This guy. Pretty cool. This guy's amazing. He's just one of the nicest human beings ever. So we'll get you a segment number one of the Tyus Bowser show coming up a little bit later on. And if you want to find out more, a lot of people are like, oh, I didn't know you were doing that. I don't know how that's possible. I mean, you might as well just like say to me, I hate you and I hate everything that you're about and I don't support you in any way. We couldn't talk about the Tyus Bowser show more frequently. But if for some reason you're still out of the loop, pressboxonline.com slash Bowser is the website for you to find out more. It couldn't. Marlon Humphrey came out last night and took pictures and signed autographs for everyone in the place. Yo, you missed your opportunity to just come hang out with Marlon Humphrey. Some dude didn't even want pictures or autographs. He was just like, I just wanted to talk to you. Like, like literally just walked up and was like, could you tell me about like who your favorite quarterback is that you've ever faced? The one that you hate? Like they just, and they, it, th- these guys were so cool. They just went with it. I've never seen anything like it, man. I don't know if you guys have heard Marlon Humphrey's a, a, a football star. Tyus Bowser is a legitimate, well-paid, high-end football player. These aren't guys that are, you know, the last guy is on the roster, and they're just hanging out, shooting the breeze, meeting Ravens fans last night in Middle River. I mean, I, I don't know what else you could ask for. I don't know what else you're looking for, man. I'm sure you had a good Tuesday night, though. Staying home, watching the Orioles. I'm sure that was fun for you. I'm sure you enjoyed that. I'm sure that was pleasant. God. All right, we'll get you that later on in the show. Um, our buddy Sean King, it's been a while, uh, former NFL quarterback, and now he's also, much like our friend Aaron Oster, with Vison out in Vegas. Of course, actually, I think they work together out there, and that was the reason why I thought about Sean. I was like, man, it's been a long time since we've had Sean on the show. So I uh, wanted to do that. We'll talk some Ravens, get his thoughts on what he's seen from them. Also, probably talk a little bit of betting as well. Uh, and also, it's Wednesday, so for better or for worse, Drew Forrester, DrewsMorningDish.com will check in with us. I don't know. Whatever. We'll do something with him. Um, and it's Would You Rather Wednesday. I've got the uh, scenarios up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Glenn Clark Radio. Give me one minute. We will get them up on uh, Twitter as well. So, all that being said, the Orioles lose again last night. I don't know how to do the thing. Like, I already did the funeral for the Orioles, so I don't really have anything else to say about it. I can't pretend like... By the way, it took way longer than I thought to get to the point where I wasn't watching the games. 
I didn't think I was going to be watching the games in May. It turns out we got all the way to September till I stopped watching the games. But I, I didn't even have the thought to put. I literally, I, I actually, this is a, a straight shoot. I came back here after the show last night because I don't have any internet at my house and I had some work to get done. And I like didn't even, I put Cobra Kai on in the background as I was working. Then I was like, oh, I wonder what's going on in the Orioles game. And I checked. I mean, I looked at my phone and I saw it was 3-2 and I said, meh, okay. And I just moved on with my day. I, I, it's not, I'm not trying to be disparaging. It's just, it's the reality of the circumstances. It's, it was over. It's been over. So it's a bummer and I wish it wasn't the case, but it happens and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, Gunnar Henderson hit a home run last night. Swell. Well, I hope well, the Mariners lost. We didn't lose any ground uh, somehow. They lost the uh, the Athletics. You, you know that that matters if you have the room to make up the ground. I mean, there's 15 games left. Five Thank games you. back. Yes, yes, definitely a thing that could still occur. Um, I, I the really scary part is that Gunnar Henderson has to be your answer next season. The good news is he looks like he could be. I mean, like, that's the reality. He looks like he's ready to be a star in this league immediately. So, you know, it, it's it's a bummer that Gunnar Henderson couldn't single-handedly save the Orioles, but the good news is he has looked good enough that you genuinely believe that you have a a true superstar in the middle of your infield moving forward. Now, where does he exactly play? To be determined, the Orioles will have to figure that out. Are they in the market for a shortstop in the offseason? Do they think that Gunnar Henderson is their long-term shortstop? All those things are still relevant questions. Um, These things will be hashed out over the course of the offseason. But for now, eh, you know, just pleasant that Gunnar Henderson is proving very quickly to be exactly the hitter that everyone thought he was going to be. The girls will wrap up that series with Tigers tonight. The other big story from yesterday was the Ravens once again host Jason Pierre-Paul for a visit. And this is getting to be a little wacky. Like, what's going on here? How many times do you need to... like? I understand going out on multiple dates in order to try to figure out if somebody is like, you know, not a psychopath or something like that. Like you meet somebody, you're like they seem cool, but I'm not going to rush into a marriage. We're going to maybe go out on a few dates, maybe, you know, court this person, you know, sort of figure them all out, right? Like within a couple of dates you might find out, wow, she is not the one for me. Or he is a little off, whatever it is. I don't get this, though. I'm trying to figure out the scenario by which you bring him in once. I guess maybe there's a world in which you say, we didn't think he was in game shape at that point. And so you say, you know, hey, man, we'd like like to sign you, but we just don't think you're there. Or can you you put the work in and then uh, get back to us? But then if he... If he, I guess if he shows up again and he doesn't sign, then you would say, well, then he's definitely not going to get into game shape at this point. Like, I don't... Or I, or, or maybe they want to wait to put him on film in, like, the first game they won him is against Buffalo. 
so so that like the bills can't like I don't like I don't know if they're gonna do something I don't what? know I don't know like I don't know if they have like some plans with them so they don't want to they don't want to use them against the Patriots because they think they can get by against against you the know Patriots. somebody else could sign him though right well like, that they're not letting him leave the building <laughs> what I don't know what are you even saying I'm trying to figure out why they wouldn't why he wouldn't be a Raven already I, I, the only thing I can assume is because he he can't be that's the only possible assumption I can make you know or he genuinely believes he can still sign for real money. I, maybe maybe he feels that way. I don't know where he thinks that's coming from. Like, I don't know how deep in the season you're willing to hold out this hope that somebody's got... I, I don't even know what real money would be at this point. I mean, most teams are... I don't know how much cap space is even floating out there. Um, dude, I, I don't know. Like, it, it is... I have to assume it means he he's just not he's not he's not ready or he's not there or whatever. I he sent a text. Did you pull up? Um, because Josina Anderson tweeted that she got a text from him after. Can you try to pull that up? Yeah. And read what the tweet was. I, like, and I think it said he's planning on meeting with other teams this week. And so maybe he's trying to start some sort of bidding war for his services. Again, I just. Dude, you are we're 3 weeks into a season. I don't know who you're starting a bidding war with. She I- said she said she just got off the phone with Jason Pierre-Paul on his, after after his visit with Baltimore. Uh, I worked out. He said I worked out for them this morning. Everything went good. I left there already. The interest is mutual, so we'll see how the business side goes, but a couple other teams reached out as well. Man, the business, I don't, I don't, oh boy. I can't imagine what the business side would be. Dude, there's a little bit of money. You can have it or you can not have it. That's the way that it goes. I, I, it comes off way more to me like he's just not, he's not ready or he's not able to do it or something like that, man. It is really hard to fathom a guy coming in now twice for visits, leaving both times without a deal. And for me to... It was difficult for me to believe yesterday before he was in the building that Jason Pierre-Paul could help be part of the answer for the Baltimore Ravens. Like, it was difficult for me to fathom that. You brought him in once, you didn't sign him. That, to me, says a lot. But, you know, it could have been. And I said this at the time. Maybe it was... Jason Pierre-Paul saying, dude, I, I'm I'm not doing training camp. I'm not doing that stuff. I'm not doing preseason. You see me. You see where I am. You get to the season. You need somebody. Call me. Like, that was the scenario that I could present in my mind where I'd say, you know, maybe he did have something to offer. Maybe the Ravens wanted to sign him, and he just said, dude, I'm not doing that. He's only two years removed from being very productive, but he's two years removed from being very productive. In 2020, he played a complete season. He finished with nine and a half sacks. Yeah, you, you definitely take that. Yeah. The problem is, a year ago, he played 12 games and finished with two and a half sacks. And he ain't getting younger. So, I, he's the same age as Justin Houston, for what it's worth. I, it, it's a weird feeling where I'm not sure that Jason Pierre-Paul can help. 
I'm even less confident, given now that he's been here twice and he hasn't gotten a deal either time. Whatever the circumstances might be, whether it's the Ravens being apprehensive about signing him at all or apprehensive about giving him a certain amount of money, none of that sounds like this dude is ready to go and ready to help. None of that sounds like that. If he was, you would think the Ravens would have gone out of their way to make sure he didn't leave the building. And yet, I'm also not opposed to it because they're they're so thin that bodies alone could probably help. Like, I, I'm not going to be down on it if today we get the news that Jason Pierre-Paul signed with the Ravens because somebody's got to play. I mean, until, obviously, Tyus is ready to come back and hopefully David Ajabo after that. I, I'm not excited about Jason Pierre-Paul. He doesn't do anything for me, but... I mean, dude, what are your options? I mean, it really is that bad. I can't be certain that he's more helpful at this point than Jeremiah Moon would be, who's on the Ravens practice squad and was an undrafted free agent and you know was a pretty productive player at Florida that went through some injury issues. Maybe that's a better play. Maybe ultimately you'd be better off just calling up Jeremiah Moon, but they got to do something. They have to do something. They brought in Blake Martinez as well yesterday, yeah. correct? Blake yes, Martinez. They did. I, 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 didn't, I didn't think of him as an edge rusher, though. Like, I didn't. Maybe I just haven't followed Blake Martinez enough. I always thought he was an inside linebacker. Yeah. I, you know, the Ravens have made a history of finding productive inside linebackers. Off the, the off, scrap heap. Yeah. I mean, like that, to me, anybody that, that they sign that's an inside linebacker, I'm like, you know, it'll probably work out because that's what they do. They find the LJ Forts of the world. They break glass every year and sign Josh Bynes. Um, the Ravens have a, a lengthy history of just finding productive inside linebackers. Not game changers, but productive inside linebackers. It's part of the reason why I've kind of balked at you know, spending big costs on inside linebackers over the years because I have so much faith in their ability to find productive inside linebackers. Um, you know, I, I don't even know how to react to it, really. The idea of Blake Martinez, like, okay, sure, if you if you want to, I mean, by all means, go for it. I don't know. I I, I trust their decision there, whether they do or they don't. Um, the Jason Pierre-Paul thing, man, perplexing. I mean, really perplexing guy comes in twice doesn't sign either time it's just really hard it's really hard for me to believe that there's something there and there's a reasonable explanation as to why he's visited twice and not signed the the only thing i can infer is there's just nothing there when they brought him in they're like dude it's it's over we We'd be better off with Jeremiah Moon. We'll find out. I mean, I would assume. I assume we find that out today. I assume they got a, you know, they got another roster spot with Stephen Means being put on IR. Like they, I assume that they do something. But do I know that? <laughs> no, no. And Bo, we talked about this with Bo last week, where there were a few times during the course of the year where they just sort of left roster spots available. You know, maybe to protect for flexibility. 
So we'll see how that plays out today and whether or not the Ravens do add Jason Pierre-Paul or I don't even know like if there's some like it seems like we've kind of coalesced around that as being the only guy that's even out there. I haven't even thought about the other list of guys that maybe still want to play. I haven't even could they bring back Pernell McPhee again? Did he end up signing somewhere? Like, jeez, I don't know. I don't have those answers. All right, today's show also brought to you by with the Stand the Fan Variety Hour. If you missed it, Stand the Fan Charles and Ross Grimsley caught up with our buddy Jerry Coleman this past Monday. You can find that show right now. Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. Click on the Videos tab or go to YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline or PressBoxOnline.com slash video and see it there. When we come back in, Tyus Bowser, Marlon Humphrey, the Tyus Bowser Show, segment number one from last night at Skipjacks. We'll get that to you next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Stan the Fan here, welcoming back one of my favorite sponsors, the Costas Inn. And everybody around Baltimore knows the Costas Inn is a great place to go and grab crabs, steaks, salads, soups, whatever's on your mind to eat in person. But did you know that the Costas Inn has upped their game? They are now one of the premier takeout places in Baltimore. Give them a call now to order your food, 410-477-1975. That's the Costas Inn, over 4100 North Point Boulevard. Make the most out of every day in your Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Bo Smolka profiles Ravens tight end Mark Andrews' path to NFL stardom from his late decision to play the sport full-time through having to overcome type 1 diabetes and more. Also, inside, we introduce you to football players at Maryland, Navy, Towson, and Morgan State. And we give you everything you need to know for betting football this season. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily cover demos, ravens, and terps at PressBoxOnline.com. See Olympic athletes in action as the nation's best horses and riders compete in one of the world's premier equestrian events at the Mars Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, presented by Brown Academy, October 13th through 16th in Cecil County. Don't miss the breathtaking excitement of the dynamic cross-country competition or the elegance of dressage and precision of show jumping. There's also great shopping and activities, including a fresh food fest, corgi race, and a beer, wine, and spirits showcase. So come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the Mars Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, presented by Brown Advisory, October 13th through 16th. Learn more and buy tickets at Maryland5star.us. The Maryland Lottery presents Ravens Greatest Plays. 2001, the big one. New York had just scored and momentum was on their side when the Ravens returned the ensuing kickoff 84 yards for the touchdown that cemented their first world championship. Another great Ravens play belongs to Beth of Riverdale. Beth played Ravens scratch-offs and won a chance to travel with the team to an away game. You could be next. Play Ravens scratch-offs with instant prizes up to $100,000 and please play responsibly. The Baltimore County Police Department is hiring. Entry-level officers start at close to $59,000 a year with a $10,000 bonus. Some restrictions apply. Plus a great retirement plan, medical, dental, and vision insurance, advancement to specialized units, tuition reimbursement, 15 sick days earned per calendar year, and even further incentives for military members and veterans. If you have a passion for service and want a career for life, visit joinbaltimorecountypd.com or call 410-887-5542. 
two. You must be a United States citizen, possess a valid driver's license, and have a high school diploma or GED equivalent. The Baltimore County Police Department is an equal opportunity employer. If you can't listen or watch live, you can subscribe to the show via Spotify, Amazon, or Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Or, if lying isn't your thing... We'll take a three-and-a-half-star review, too. Today's show brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland, where that's always the best place to go to watch and bet on every major sporting event. And on top of that, any $25 parlay bet that you make, odds plus 500 or more, you win $5 in free bet, capped at $50, for you to come back the following week and use on a single-game parlay also of odds plus 500 or more. I know that sounds complicated. I understand, and they can explain it to you more when you get to the window. But you want to go bold, try to win some money, you're going to get a second chance, essentially. They are giving you two chances for the price of one. And by the way, you could hit on both and be extraordinarily wealthy. Please, please consider a tip for your, your pal Glenn who pointed you in that direction. But you go make your $25 parlay bet, odds of plus 500 or more, you will get, you got to be a live rewards member, so I do have to make sure that you understand that, you will get free bet credit to come back the following week and make a $5 free bet on a single game parlay, plus 500 odds or more. Got it? That's simple. I know it doesn't sound simple, but once you do it, you'll understand how simple it is. FanDuel Sportsbook, Live Casino in Hotel Maryland. If you want to be there for a football Saturday or football Sunday or Thursday night, Monday night, whatever it is, reserve your spot right now because they get massive crowds. Events at SportsSocialMD.com. They've got more self-service kiosks coming. They've got the bet pads. They are doing everything to make your experience as pleasant as it can possibly be to watch and bet football games this fall. All right. Before we get to the Tyus Bowser show, quickly, um, uh, this, you know, thank you, Chris. Uh, Aaron Judge, yes, hit his 60th home run of the season last night. It's remarkable. There's no getting around that. It's remarkable. We had a conversation the other day with Jeremy Kahn about the extraordinary nature of the MVP debate. Whole different thing. I just want to be abundantly clear about this. There is no debate about who owns the single season home run record. And you can be bothered by that as much as you want to be bothered by that. But history cannot be rewritten. Barry Bonds owns the single-season home run record and the all-time home run record. And if you want to be mad about that, be mad about that. But you can't change history because you don't like it. You can say something like, well, in my mind, if Aaron Judge hits 62, he's going to be the single-season. I can't tell you what to do in your mind. There's a lot of things that people do in their minds that I don't understand. You just can't make your reality actual rea- reality. If if you if you want to be um if in your mind you're Michael Jackson, you can do that. You just don't get to be Michael Jackson in real life. You don't get to go play concerts in front of thousands of people because you're not Michael Jackson. If you want to believe that Aaron Judge is breaking a single-season home run record in your mind, I can't stop you from that. But you don't get to rewrite history 
because you don't like it. Barry Bonds owns the single-season home run record, period. The number is 73. You can say, yeah, but he did steroids. I understand that. Major League Baseball didn't test for steroids. Major League Baseball wanted to reap the benefits of home run chases. And as Barry Bonds, who was the greatest player in all of baseball at the time, watched these other guys get all the accolades and surpass his numbers, he said to himself, well, why wouldn't I do what they're doing? And you can't get me to get angry about that. You'll never be able to get me to feign some sort of outrage over what the sport did. The sport wanted to take advantage of home run numbers escalating to come back from a dark period where they were no longer America's pastime because of a strike. They wanted, no pun intended, extra juice. And they got it. The problem is that they got a little more than they bargained for. It couldn't be hidden. The numbers were so outrageous that everybody knew. So then they had to, of course, feign outrage. Ah, how how dare this? How dare these scoundrels do the thing that we were, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, kind of encouraging them to do, you know? Like, how dare they? So we're not, I don't play this game. And I never will. I'll never play this game. Bud Selig gets to be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. The guy who, you know, set all of this up. The great baseball players, and I'm not talking about Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire was not a great baseball player. He was a decent baseball player. But Barry Bonds, who might well be the greatest baseball player of all time, doesn't get to be. And you you can you must say, I don't feel bad for Barry Bonds. It's fine. I don't really feel bad for Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds is a jerk. I don't feel bad for him. But we don't rewrite history. We don't pretend like something that happened didn't happen or that the circumstances by which it happened aren't relevant. Major League Baseball wanted the home run records broken. They wanted this to occur because the sport, quote-unquote, needed it at the time. You want to be mad? Be mad about that. Being mad at Barry Bonds because he was watching other people and saying, I'm better than them. You're not going to get me to do it. You can say, oh, it's still cheating. Cheating, cheating. Even if everybody else is cheating, if you cheat, you still cheat. You can say it all you want. Major League Baseball didn't test for steroids. They welcomed it. Aaron Judge does not get to be. I mean, if he hits 14 more and how many games you say are left? 15, something like that? I mean, it ain't impossible. It's not. It's very unlikely. But when I see things like, you know, uh, John Sterling was scheduled to be off, but he's going to come back for the pursuit of Aaron Judge's and uh, the home run record. Like, the, the team record, yeah. I mean, he's, he's going to break the Yankees' team record. And I guess that's a big deal to them. I don't know. 
if if they care that much about it, sure. I I didn't even think about the fact that it's I guess it's the American League record that he could be after. I mean, that's it's not nothing. It it's something. But there is no world in which Aaron Judge is actually breaking a home run record. Because whether you like it or not, that number is set. Be mad about it. Be be furious about it. Call your mother. I, I don't know what to tell you. You don't get to rewrite history because you don't like it. Not a sermon, just a thought. What? He's batting 475 in the month of September. Yo, I'm not. Look, Aaron, the, the season Aaron Judge is having is nuts. Yeah. And as of this moment, he would be a triple crown winner. Uh, he went. He went ahead in batting average. At this moment, the season ended today, he would win the Triple Crown. It's remarkable. I mean, it really is. It's remarkable. Nobody's debating it. It's incredible. I, I do still think that the people that want to make it seem like... I saw somebody else, some New York-based baseball writers, like, he should be the runaway winner of MVP. No! It should definitely be a discussion. Like, I, yeah. if he wins the MVP, I'm fine with it. And by the way, because most of the writers are based in New York, I, he's going to win the MVP. Like, actually, that's not true because they don't let all of the writers vote. It's a certain number of writers, of writers, but I still think that the New York bias will get him MVP. I think he's going to win it. But the idea that it's some runaway or slam dunk, like, you, you're, you're just spitting in the face of fact because you're caught up in something. It's not runaway. It's not slam dunk. I think he's going to win. I'm almost certain that he's going to win. And it's fine that he's going to win. But the idea that it's, you know, up, he's up here and Shohei Otani's here. Like, no, they're right there, right here. And it's a fascinating debate. And it probably requires 60 home runs and a triple crown at this point in order to even be in the conversation for MVP in the Shohei Otani era. By the way, think about that more because that he pops up. In Would You Rather Wednesday. And those scenarios are up uh, now at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter as well as Facebook. All right. Today's show also brought to you by the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. If you are headed out to a Baltimore football home game this season, stop by Hammerjacks. And at the Mother's Tailgate, you will find lovely Griffin, resplendent, and the press box crew. Handing out some sausage. Yeah. Griffin, you can go get Griffin sausage. He wants to put his sausage in your mouth. Well, it's not Whoa. his. It's from the Ginsu Kamado Grill. Every home game, uh, you can hang out at uh, Hammerjack starting at 9 a.m. before, during, after every Ravens game. Free to get in. All-inclusive option for $49. Get your tickets at hammerjacks.com. But more importantly, make sure you reserve your Ginsu Kamado Grill, the perfect ceramic tailgate or home grill for searing, grilling, baking, and smoking all kinds of food. Get the details and reserve yours today. Ginsugrills.com. This happened last night. We were at Skip Jack's Crab Deck for segment number one of the Tyus Bowser Show. Let's take a listen right here on Glenn Clark Radio. And welcome into the Tyus Bowser Show. We are live at Skip Jack's Crab Deck in Middle River. Would y'all make some noise? I am Glenn Clark. She is the NFL chick, Sarita Hubbard. Rita, what's going on? Uh, good evening. It's good to see you. You mentioned Tyus being a good person, and so we have to expound on that. I like using nice words. Yes. Can we introduce really the man first? Can we do that? Okay. The star of the show. The star of the show. The host of the show. The host of the show. He is 
Mr. Tyus Bowser. Would you give it up for Tyus Bowser? Hello, everyone. Okay, can I talk now? I do also yeah. need to say that Tyus Bowser show is brought to you by Maryland Vascular Specialists and the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. Now, you may say anything you would like, Rita. Okay, so Tyus is, is a great person, as, as Glenn has already said. So to expound on that, um, I, I just want to say, last week's show, we talked about dunks, panda dunks. And I, was that the first time you learned about panda dunks? N yes. <laughs> okay, so if you don't know, they are the black and white low top Nikes, right? And so we talked about getting a pair, and so Tyus bought Glenn a pair of Panda Dunks, y'all. Yeah, man. Show everybody. Yeah. Show everybody. These are... I'm not kidding about this. These are the nicest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he, he asked, he, he confirmed, what it, he asked me what his size was. We found out his size. He bought him in his size. So that just says... That just speaks volumes on the type of person that he is. I, it's awesome. I don't have the words. I don't have the words. Yo, I, I mean, my kids got me t-shirts that said best dad for my birthday, but this might, nah. don't tell oh, them. Man. Like, they can't, they won't hear this. Don't tell them. <laughs> this is a better gift. <laughs> can I, um, can we play um, a round of inform a white man? Can we play that round? Oh, sure. Right? Can we do that right now? Yeah. If I go out wearing these shoes. Okay. Like, are, are people going to think that I'm rich? Like, no. Are, people, no, are these like shoes that people just wear? No, but let me tell you something. What you better not do is act like these just some regular Nike. No. Because, you know, people start wearing them sneakers and they start just, they get dirty and you don't want to wipe them off. No, you take care of these. Tyus, what are the appropriate circumstances for me to wear these pandas? Um, to a situation like this, um... Yeah, so like <laughs> more things like this every little day. Uh, just go out and wear them, but I'm you're so not going out on the field and Thank you, you know in the dirt or no. putting these going to the. You beach gotta remember though, I've got a seven and a five year old. You have no idea how many situations in my do life don't start that way. Do not wear the dunks with them kids. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it because they won't look the same. That's the problem. That's they the will issue. Not look the that, same. Dude, that is seriously one of the nicest things anybody yeah, could do. I am course. so blown away by that. Yeah. You also brought a gift for Rita's mom too. I did. I did. Tyus yeah. came in here like Santa Claus tonight, man. Awesome. It was so cool. Cool. Yeah, but me and her, we was talking uh, the last show, and she mentioned, you know, trying to get a jersey from me. So I worked something out to try to get one for her. Oh, so she has oh. it right now. I'll sign it after, but I got it. So, you know, Miss Wanda is the real star of the show. She like, is. She's she the really real is. star of the Absolutely. show. Absolutely. Uh, Tyus is a special guest who's going to join us tonight. Marlon Humphrey will be with us for segment number two of the show, if you're with us on 105.7 The Fan. Uh... All right, what do we say? Like, yeah, what, what do, do we, we even say? Uh, here's my feeling powerless when you can't do anything about it. We've talked about going through the injury. We've talked about the difficulty of not being out there. But when something like that is happening and you are forced to just watch it, yeah. can you describe the pain of something like that? It's not really, man. It's just... It's just seeing and helping these guys whenever they get on the field or, you know, trying to be a voice to them while they're on the field, just letting them know what's coming around, what plays is coming up, just little things that they do, just trying to critique them in, in any little way. But other than that, man, it's just pain, you know, trying to watch and not being able to be a part of it and helping the team win. So that was it was very tough seeing that happen. There's a lot of youth on this team yeah. um so you. when you have a situation like that you know obviously the fourth quarter 
how do you talk to them to move forward from that? Because I, I, we know that, you know, they tell you guys all the time, you got you to gotta let it go. You can't keep those types of plays in your head. But, you know, just the way and how that happened, I'm sure that's just not something that you can easily forget. So what's the advice that you give to the younger players? How, like, how do you move forward from that? I know for me, coming from college, one of the main things my head coach always told me was to – Trust your training and always go back to your technique. So when things are going bad, when things are just not working out for you, you just can't get a stop or, you know, whatever it is, always go back to your training and trust the guy beside you to do their job. But the number one thing is trust your training and do your job. And, you know, we'll always figure out a way to get ourselves back on track. It's the Tyus Bowser Show, 105.7 The Fan. Is, is there a moment where, like, everybody agrees, okay, this is done now? Like, is there a formal, you know, we've watched it, we've gone through it, does somebody say something? Like, how, how does that, because it's easy for us to say, well, you burn the film after us, but that's not how it works, yeah. right? Like, you guys have to get better. Mm -hmm. So is there a moment during the week? Is there a part, you know, on Tuesday, on Monday, whatever it is, where you guys say, all right, we've, we've said everything we're going to say about this. Mm -hmm. it's, you, you, you literally burn something. I don't know what it is. You, you, you officially move on from whatever happened the past week. Well, that was around 3.30 today Okay, we said that. <laughs> so, so we can't talk about it now is the way it goes. I mean, for the sake of the show, a little bit we like can talk a little bit like, about it. Yeah. But as a defense, as a team, around 3.30 when we finished watching the entire game, we said we're going to put this behind us and move forward to the Patriots. So, I mean, it was tough, you know, looking at that film for an hour and a half and critiquing every little play, but – like you said, it's needed. It's needed for everybody to see this and go through this. But like Coach said, Coach McDonald said, it's the second game of the season. And yep. we have plenty more games to go, and we're not going to let this define the rest of the season. So that's our mindset moving forward, and now our focus is on the Patriots. Is there – there's not, like nobody gets fined if they bring it up after that, right? No, like if, if, no. if somebody's walking around, it's not like, all right, bro, you got to go do like 100 burpees or oh, something. Oh, no, like no, that. no. This, it's, is a, this is a professional league. You know, one thing about this league, man, in any situation, win, loss, draw, whatever it is, you got to move on to the next week because you have another opponent that's coming to embarrass you, regardless if you played a good game or not. They're going to come in and get ready to play. So that's our mindset moving forward. Do, do you guys have the same type of process that, that fans do? And I can't say this is all fans, but this is my process, right? So Sunday, I, I'm a, I allow myself to live in the emotions of it. Mm -hmm. Monday, I then turn to the logic of it. And then Tuesday, you know, I, I, I say, okay, on the New England. What <laughs> part of that? Is, is it the I, same process? That I have you like guys five have? hours of eating my feelings in there. Do you yeah. go through that too? Or? We do go through that. We okay. actually, we do. I know for Sunday it was tough, and then uh, just during the team meeting with Coach Harbaugh, he just knew like that Monday coming off of it, it was just still raw, just seeing it. You know, it's on here right now. Look at it. Oh God! <laughs> no, oh, God. Let's, let's not. Let's not. Let's of talk more. But, talk more. Look less. But you know, that's the that's what we have to go through reality wise, and you know, just us going through that Monday and seeing that. You know, we just kind of use that day to get ourselves collected, get ourselves together, and then Tuesday come in together to figure out what went wrong, what we can do to improve, and move forward. And that's what we did today, and now we can, you know, put our focus on the Patriots. So. If, if you were to eat your feelings, 
the way that some people does anybody would anybody else be willing to admit that they ate their feelings on Sunday? Can anybody else be? Thank you, I'm thank sure you for being is. adult enough to admit <laughs> that if you were to eat your feelings, mm-hmm. what would be the go-to method for eating your feelings? Did somebody say liquor? Somebody said drinking. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely not for me. But um, I know for me, one of the main things is kind of like just getting away, you know, getting into my own space, uh, maybe going down to the harbor, going down to D.C. and just kind of just recollecting myself, put on some good music, just walk around, you know, National Harbor or, you know, the National Mall in D.C. and just kind of get myself back in order. That's that's my thing. I don't know about drinking. I don't know about, you know. I mean, I definitely didn't eat an entire wheel of cheese. That didn't yeah, happen. What are you? I'm sure that. You did that. What are you talking wow, about? A whole Throwing wheel her, of cheese? What kind uh, of cheese? No, not a whole wheel, but. Okay. Okay, I feel like I'm being interrogated now. I'm not, uncom- I'm not comfortable with that. I'm going to choose to move on. It's okay, from that. man. I understand. This was a very tough time for all of us. It was so. a tough day, bro. So, any way that you can move past this, do it, and then figure out how to come back from it and then i want to apologize because of glenn and i do the ravens post game show on 105.7 it was very colorful it was very colorful colorful. oh oh, it was very colorful it was it was very (laughs) i'm sorry let's just leave it there there. (laughs) rita uh rita chose laughter in the aftermath we got to turn we got to turn the other mic on because marlon's about to walk in uh, that, that was how I dealt with it. Um, I dealt with it by laughing because I couldn't do the alternative of laughing is crying, and I'm, yeah. I, I wasn't going to do that. So I just had to, I just had to giggle. I giggled for like three segments straight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Glenn is yeah. laughing because he knows I, it's true. Know it's true. I'm thinking about it again. Wow. It it was almost awkward. I thought I might be no, in the room it, with. It the... was very like it, like like if you didn't know me, you would think that I was a little crazy. Like something was wrong. With yeah. You. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I was a little bit worried that she, she might, like, we can't let her buy a gun. Like, I was a oh, little God. bit worried. It was that bad, huh? Golly. I didn't know it, it was that bad. It was, it, was, it was raw, dude. Like, it was raw. Well, hopefully we don't have any of those games again <laughs> to where she's feeling like that. Thank you very much. Because we don't want to see any other results coming from this. Let's, I would like my sanity to be, yes. my sanity to be in I place. Thank you. you. I want that for you as well. Thank you. Let's get an update on you. Uh, since the last time we talked, since the last show, mm-hmm. we saw you out on the field mm-hmm. doing some work. Yeah. How you been feeling? You feel still good on track? I don't, whatever it is that you're allowed to or supposed to say Hey, because we need is, you. Hey, yeah, friend, because right? we need you over there. <laughs> no, nah, but I've been feeling good, man. Uh, just being on the field, you know, just getting back to the football mode again, it's been feeling good. You know, a few other things I'm still working on, but for the most part, uh, I'm pretty happy with where I'm at and what I've been able to do. So uh, gradually just taking it day by day. And shoot, man, I feel like we're making the right progress to get me back on the field. I'm not trying to say anything. The next show we're scheduled to do just happens to be week five week of five. the season. Just weird. Just putting that yeah, up. Yeah, that is weird. Just happens to be week five. Yeah. That's all. Just uh-huh. not, nothing, not saying anything. Yeah. Just might no. coincide nicely if... Well, hey, if you see me on the field, you see me on the field. That's, what, I, say right. that. that's what I'll take. I'll just say that. Uh, before we wrap up this segment, you want to do an introduction to the man that's out here with you tonight? Yeah, man. This is a pro bowler, all pro guy. Uh, one of my draft brothers, and that man is number 44, Marlon Humphrey. Uh, yeah, that's me. Uh, yeah, sorry I'm late. I... Uh, I had a call, a financial call, so at least my I was late for a good reason, somewhat. 
Um, but uh, happy to be here. Uh, Skip Jack's Crab Deck. And, uh, Hell yeah. yeah. Ready to get the combos going. We're going to have you do all the commercials tonight. That's the way <laughs> it's going to go. Uh, Marlon, thank you for coming out. It's great to see you. Um, I, I, let, me, let me give the same, just before we take this break, I'm going to give the same question to you because, unfortunately, you weren't out there for much of the fourth quarter on Sunday. The, yeah. the, the powerless feeling. Like, can you put that into words? Because Tyus was just telling us about how painful it is. Like, you, you want to do something about it. You can't do anything about it. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was out there for a good chunk of the game. Um, but when it really kind of hit the fan, I was not. And um, it was, uh, it, it sucked. I, it was weird because I, <laughs> I was more nervous watching than I ever am on the field. I was, it was really weird. But it, I think I was just like, that didn't just, it didn't really even seem like it was real yeah. the way, Everything I mean, just worked out. It just it worked did. out in a crazy, crazy. way. And uh, yeah, it sucked. But uh, <laughs> hopefully that's the last time, you know, that happens with, you know, different busts, basically, um, of everyone looking like what just happened. So hopefully that's the last time. But uh, hopefully it's for sure the last time I'm watching and pretty soon Tyus is ever watching the Ravens play. Yeah. L- let, me, let me do this. It, are you guys able to say, if we just get back out there, we're not worried about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it sucks what happened, yep. but, you know, Marlon, we saw the numbers today. When you were on the field on yep. Sunday, there was not a problem. Tyus, the pass rush is a lot better if you get back out on the field. Can, <laughs> you, can you take it that way? Can you look at it and say, hey, this sucks, but when we get back out there, everything will be all right. Tyus, I'll start with you. Um, one thing for sure is I'm confident in the guys that's on the field, regardless of if I'm on there or not, you know, with DaCosta, with Coach Harbs. We had the right guys on the field to make, you know, those plays to win the game. And you've seen it from the first half. That's the same exact group that we had, you know, with me not being out there. So I'm confident in those guys to be able to go out there and take care of business. And we come out with a win. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. And, I mean, me just being confident, I know that in certain ways I can maybe alter, you know, a few other things within – you know, what happened in the game. But for the most part, you know, whatever happened, man, it is what it is. I'm still confident in our team and who we have on the field. And we're going to continue to win games for this, uh, for this franchise. So. Marlon, what about you? Yeah, for me, I'm kind of echoing what Ty said. I think I'm pretty confident in whoever's out there. Um, but for sure, you just kind of can't have those, you know, mental lapses there. Um, and just got to stay together. But after we watch the film, you know, we watch it, players – separate then we watch we watch it on the off day players then we watch it uh today as a defense it's it was just crazy how simple it was yeah. like it wasn't like it was just like bro like it, it was yeah. like bro that literally like yeah. that that just cannot ha- like it just cannot happen and it's crazy like i don't think that's ever since i've been here like something so simple like happened so it those those things i think will I know for sure will be the last th- things like that happen, and uh, I, I just can't wait to get back. I can't wait for Sunday, honestly. Yeah. How quiet is it when you have to watch it collectively as a group? Because it's one thing, like when you when you can do it by yourself, right? But then to watch it with other people, and then a lot of it is just about, like you said earlier, mental breakdown. So then you're you're watching your teammates, you know, you watching how it all happened, and it's like, do you peek over at somebody when you see something like? 
hey man, that was you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no. I mean, for me, I feel like with watching film today, it was just the little details. Like him, like I'm saying, it's like, yo, are you serious? Like we've been working on this all training camp, right? Yeah, you know. So it's just the little detail things that we have to get figured out, and that's understandable with us being in the second game of the season. We're still trying to figure out who we are as a team, as a defense, and we're going to make mistakes along the way. We have a lot of young guys, like you mentioned, on the field, and it's just part of the growth, and that's the enjoyment of, you know, this being the second game and not the 13th, 14th Absolutely. game where this could actually determine how we move into the playoff. So from that, you know, we just learn in that aspect, and we take that with a grain of salt and keep it moving. All right, then we're going to move on from it too. That's how we're going to handle it. We covered it. Everybody good? We good? Can we move on from it? All right, we're going to do that. Cool. On to New England. On to New England. Today's show brought to you by Maryland Vascular Specialists. Their team of surgeons is Maryland's leaders in ethical arterial procedures. We are out at Skipjack's Crab Deck in Middle River. We come back in. Um, Tyus, we have to talk to Marlon about some of the things that he said over the years on Twitter. Um, we're going to... Oh, right? we and we will. <coughs> in segment number two of the Tyus Bowser Show, we will uh, cover that, but you're either going to have to... There's plenty of options for you for this. Thank you uh, for those of you that are with us. It is Glenn Clark Radio. Um, that was segment number one of the Tyus Bowser Show, and the entire show is available for you to watch at facebook.com slash Sports. It's also the entire show is available now in the greatest hits, so you can go listen to the entire show at glennclarkradio.com. Archives, greatest hits, it's right there, and we've created a blog post at the homepage at glennclarkradio.com, and you can find the entire show, again, watch or listen, right there. But if that's too much, we'll get you segment number two tomorrow, segment number three on Friday right here on GCR, and the entirety of the show. Again, I can't say the entirety because we're going to have to edit it, the guys were great. I mean, it just, like, that was really good. And, I, you know, I appreciate um, it was uh, Whiskey Gene on Twitter who just said, listening now, it's really refreshing hearing the candor from Bowser and 44. And, and I agree. I wonder if, I don't want to say easier. I wonder if it's it's more digestible when you don't, when it's not your fault, right? Like, when you weren't the ones that were screwing up in those moments. Obviously, Tyus didn't play. Marlon was not able to be on the field in the fourth quarter. By the way, we address in segment number two if he's going to be on the field. So I'd encourage you to either find it or, again, stay tuned for tomorrow. Um, but we just we had an incredible show. These guys were tremendous, and we had some fun, and you know we, we covered more. We ended up talking a lot about Nick Saban and Bill Belichick and – all that is coming uh, in this episode of the Tyus Bowser Show. You don't want to miss these shows, man. They are really, really good. Next one, October 4th at Guilford Hall Brewery. Um, okay, hour number one of today's show basically in the books. Look at how that happened. Today's show is also brought to you by the Maryland Five Star Catch Olympic Athletes in Action as the nation's best horses and riders compete in one of the world's premier equestrian events at the Mars Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, presented by Brown Advisory, October 13th through 16th in Cecil County. When we come back in, we are going to talk more about what the Ravens are going through and the need to run the ball and the whole deal, as well as uh, some of the other storylines in the rest of the NFL Sean King, former NFL quarterback, now with VEASAN out in Vegas. He's going to join us next. Would You Rather Wednesday scenarios are up at 
Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. Participate. You could win a $25 gift card to Glory Days Grill. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Experience the best in Kamado Grilling, a complete outdoor cooking appliance. The Ginsu Kamado Grill allows anyone to sear, grill, bake, and smoke all types of food. Designed for efficiency and function, the Ginsu Kamado Grill upholds the enduring legacy of the iconic Ginsu brand. The Ginsu Kamado Grill is perfect to cook all year round, is great for parties, and ideal for tailgating with your friends. Reserve your Ginsu Kamado Grill today at ginsugrills.com and get $100 off on your pre-order when you use the promo code tailgate that's ginsugrills.com reserve yours today Come experience Maryland's number one sportsbook this NFL season at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, the ultimate place for any sports enthusiast. Take advantage of our 24-7 kiosks, massive video screens, and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. With more money paid out than anyone around, make every moment more at the new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. First sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Glory Days Grill's Oktoberfest menu is now running. It's one of their most popular seasonal menus all year. It features the chicken schnitzel, the Oktoberfest brewer's platter, the brewer's sausage sandwich, the Bavarian burger with a pretzel bun, the cheddar ale soup, the slam dunk pretzels, and the apple cobbler. All of these meals pair well with Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on draft. Dine in or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. The Maryland Lottery presents Ravens' Greatest Plays. It was called the Mile High Miracle, a 70-yard touchdown pass against Denver with 30 seconds left to send the game into overtime. The Ravens eventually won, propelling them to the championship. Another great Ravens play belongs to Diane from Annapolis. Diane played Raven scratch-offs and won season tickets for 20 years. You could be next. Play Raven scratch-offs with instant prizes up to $100,000. And please play responsibly. Have you been to Guilford Hall Brewery? Located in Baltimore's Station North neighborhood, Guilford Hall Brewery breaks the craft brew mold with their great handcrafted microbrews and amazing Bavarian-style food selections. Join Guilford Hall seven days a week for Orioles, Ravens, and all of your favorite college games. Make plans now to watch the big games, play trivia, or bring your dog for yappy hour. They even have free valet service on Friday and Saturday nights. Go to guilfordhall.com for a complete schedule of events, beer listings, and food and drink specials. We'll see you at Guilford Hall Brewery. Tune in to Simply the Bets every Tuesday and weekend at Bookies every other Thursday at 11.40 a.m. And if you really have nothing better to do, keep listening to this show, too. Thanks. Thanks, John. Appreciate that. Would you rather Wednesday scenarios are up at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Glenn Clark Radio, brought to you by Glory Days Grill. Get in, respond, and you are registered to win a $25 gift card to Glory Days. Uh, don't forget that if you haven't picked up this print issue of Press Box, it's really outstanding. That's Mark Andrews right there on the cover. If you're with us on video, he's larger than life. 
And it's a tremendous cover story from uh, Press Box's Bo Smolka about Mark Andrews' unlikely path to NFL stardom. It's not just diabetes. There's other elements of his story that made his path to becoming an NFL superstar unlikely. Uh, go pick that up right now for free at your neighborhood Royal Farms and at the hundreds of locations around town where you find Press Box. You can read it all. PressBoxOnline.com. It's been too long since we caught up with our friend, former NFL quarterback. Now he's with uh, our buddy Tim Murray and my pal Aaron Oster out in Vegas on VEASAN. He is former NFL quarterback Sean King back with us on GCR. Sean, it's Glenn back in Baltimore. Been too long, man. Thank you so much for taking the time for us. Uh, no problem, Glenn. How are you doing this morning? Well, you know, we'd be better if the uh, Ravens didn't just blow a three-touchdown lead in the fourth quarter against the Dolphins, Sean. It's um, it set a weird tone for the week here in Baltimore. Um, I, I want to—I've been trying to pose this ge- very generic question. Aside from the specific problems, I, when you see something like that, like is it week two and one game? In a, in a, in it's the NFL. Goofy things happen all the time. It's not really worth reading too much into it. Literally, next week could be wildly different. Or when you see, dude, a team blew a 21-point fourth quarter lead. That hasn't happened in over 700 instances in the NFL. Do you say to yourself, yeah, that might be a team with some bigger problems? I don't think it's an isolated thing that just pertains to the Ravens. You know, I think the game is always evolving. I think the league is always evolving. And when you look around, there are a lot of situations that were extremely similar. Uh, Cleveland up 30 to 17 Mm -hmm. with a minute 43, loses outright. Uh, The Raiders, uh, I think, had a 23 7 Mm -hmm. lead in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. If not, they lose outright. Uh, So, I mean, when you look around the league, it's happening. And I think what what teams have to understand now is you have to finish. Like, you got to finish games, like, from a coaching standpoint and a playing standpoint, because the talent is so much better than it used to be. Everybody has dynamic athletes, and they can strike fast. They can strike quick. So you got to stay locked in. You know, uh, it's a crazy correlation, but I think one of the issues that we have is we've become such an instant kind of society. Everybody wants it right now that I think our attention span sometimes is not what it should be. And I think you see it spilling over into sports. You know, it's hard for teams to stay mentally locked in for four quarters. And when you don't, it happens. You look, they had a blown coverage, Tyreek Hill, bomb, touchdown. Same thing happened in the Browns mm-hmm. game. Uh, blown coverage, Chris Davis, bomb, touchdown. Like, those things shouldn't happen at that level. You know, so I think internally in all the organizations, if I'm a head coach, I'm like, hey, guy, well, we got to lock in. We got to finish games. Sean, the, the storyline to me is also in how the game has changed. And it's not to say that it's it makes it – there's no way that you can excuse those types of lapses and, you know, just utter breakdowns in a secondary the way that we saw them from the Ravens on Sunday. But at the same time – like I, I can't believe I'm saying this on a day where the Ravens scored 38 points, but the fact that they couldn't run the ball with anybody besides Lamar Jackson and that they've gotten a total of 79 yards from their running backs in two weeks. I, I don't know. The way the rules are set up in football any longer, I, I feel like defense needs a little bit more of, 
hey, if we get up by three touchdowns, we're not going to be out time of possession by 10 minutes during the course of that football game because we're going to be able to say, no, we can go run the ball and run some clock out and not give a team that opportunity. I know it seems wrong to blame an offense, and I'm, I'm not solely blaming them, but I feel like the inability to run the football for the Ravens is just as big of a story at this point. Yeah, complimentary football is very important. Uh, I've said this. I've actually clinicked on this. That's the one thing about the RPO uh, that I don't like. It softened the game of football. Because it used to be effective run game was we want to get a hat for a hat and we tell the running back, listen, unblocked guy is yours. You've got to either run him over, make him miss, but we got to get positive yardage. Now run game is all about perfection. We we only hand the ball off when it's perfect for us. We got numbers and leverage. And when that's the case, you know, a lot of teams just don't have a men- mindset mentality to run the ball. I think the Raiders' issue is they haven't really tried to. I mean, the running back with the most carries is, seven, is uh, King and Drake, who has 17 through two games. I mean, that's averaging eight and a half carries a game. So, Maybe they're waiting on J.K. Dobbins mm-hmm. and uh, Gus Edwards to get back. Yep. Uh, I thought Mike Davis would have played a much more prominent role, you know, considering the success he had two years ago in Carolina. I thought maybe he could find that success again, but obviously that they it hadn't happened. But you got to make a, a more concerted effort to run the ball in order to be good at it. He is Sean King, Vison out in Vegas. He's with us here on GCR. Sean, I, I, I agree with that, and I think that you're right, that hopefully the return of J.K. Dobbins would be nice to have Ronnie Stanley back too. Like That's the, the other part of looking at where like what happened to the Ravens is and they didn't even have Marlon Humphrey on the field in the fourth quarter for all of these breakdowns. Like I'm not trying to be dismissive of it, but the hope is that these weren't really even like truly that – that representative of what the Ravens are capable of being. Let, let me switch to Lamar for a second. Um, you know, obviously the dude could not have a bigger spotlight on him. I mean, my God, he is, you know, the lead story every day on every national show. I can only imagine how much you guys have talked about him. I know betting's your thing, but he's such a major topic. Um, and yet he's just come out and played utter- brilliantly through two games. At some point, as reluctant as any team is to give away guaranteed money, do the Ravens have to look themselves in the mirror and say, what What the hell are we doing? We we can't have a world in which Lamar Jackson isn't the quarterback, and if that means we got to piss off the rest of the league and give the dude all of the guaranteed money in order to get it done, we got to do that because, Jesus Christ, I mean, th- this is one of the most insane talents we've ever seen. Yeah, well, a couple things. Uh, I'm a purist when it comes to this game, so I can talk anything. College, pro, high school, we can talk gambling. We can talk just X's and O's. So we don't even have to go to the wagering side because I think what I'm about to say is, you know, uh, an opinion that you haven't heard a lot. Is Lamar Jackson negotiating with the Baltimore Ravens or is Lamar Jackson negotiating against the National Football League? Right. The line of owners are very frustrated with the fact that the Cleveland Browns gave Deshaun Watson a guaranteed contract of that size. And I think what has happened is they've gotten together and said, we can't go down this slope. To me, that's the only thing that makes sense is that the Ravens are trying to toe the line of some unpublic known 
opinion that we can't go down this road of guaranteeing 200 plus million dollar contracts. To me, that's the only thing that makes sense. Yep. Because any logical person would look at this situation and say, oh, the Ravens have lost their mind. Like, they might not win a game without Lamar. Yep. And I know the Huntley thing went quasi, like, not just terrible last year, but don't get it twisted. Like, the Lamar Jackson is the Ravens. They have no running game. Their best wide receiver is a kid from Minnesota who's trying to establish himself as a receiver in this league. They do have a really good tight end, but that's it for the most part from a, like, uh, a pass-catching group that has, like, real pedigree, real resume of stuff they've already accomplished. So, that have you thought about that, that this isn't just Lamar versus the Ravens, that this is Lamar we, versus the NFL? We, we've been talking about it a lot, actually, Sean. Like I, and in fact, the term that I've used frequently is I think um, this is a seminal moment in football history that's being disguised as a contract dispute, um, to your point. I... I, I think that Lamar Jackson, and in fact, given that he doesn't have an agent and someone who's saying, hey, I want my cut and, and let's just get this done now. Look at how much money you're going to get. And he's being advised by the NFLPA. I, I agree. I think he's fighting for more than just Lamar Jackson. I think he's fighting for non-quarterbacks and trying to break down the system and say we all deserve fully guaranteed deals. And it's I it's a weird spot to be in because I, I, I don't, I would never be okay with the Ravens not having Lamar Jackson or, or trading him or something. Like that would it, It's unthinkable to me. But I also do get why they're balking at it. Like It can't be easy, as you point out, for Steve Bishotti to walk back into a room and have 30 other owners breathing down his neck saying, dude, we're not doing this. Like Whatever Haslam did to, to screw it up, we're not going with that. And in Arizona, they figured that out. And in Denver, they figured that out. And you got to figure it out too. And him saying, all right, I... It's a hold the line situation, right? Like on and, on that side. And and think about how fortunate the Ravens are that the character of Lamar Jackson no is what it is. No People doubt. talk about him not having an agent. This is a character thing because the majority of professional athletes would be home right now. They would not be performing. This would be a situation where you don't want to pay me. Okay, I'm not going to perform. When you look around the league and you see what other guys are getting and you already have won an MVP and you know you are more important and more valuable to your organization than those guys are to theirs, most guys would, 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 would hold out. They wouldn't be here. I, so they better be glad his character is what it is. Uh, Sean, if I could follow up on that, it's it's been something that's been discussed. If – if things were to go awry, if there were to be a couple of weird weeks, do you do you worry at all about that? Like I, I'm with you. Lamar's remarkable because I'm I'm straight up. I I think it's nuts that he didn't hold out. I think it's crazy that he didn't demand to use his leverage at this point. But he's an adult and he makes his decision. This is who he is, and I, it's a it's and it's an amazing testament about him as a human being. Um, do you do you worry at all that like there's a there's a goofy week? He gets frustrated that at some point this does end up becoming an issue in season for the Baltimore Ravens. I don't, and this is going to sound like macro from like a opinion standpoint, but Florida boys are just wired different when it comes to this game of football. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's what we do. You know, it, we know one thing and that's compete. And uh, then we're, everything else will take care of itself. So I don't see any situation or scenario unless he gets injured, 
you know, where, where he decides to willingly, you know, not participate. But I do say this, you, you, you hear what people say, but you believe what they do. How does this impact the Ravens if this goes to the end of the season? Right. I, Sean, Sean, it's people, people, people don't forget now right. when these kind of situations occur. Cause say what you want, what it looks like on the employee side is they don't value or appreciate me because mm-hmm. I'm looking at the market. I know what the market rate is. I know what my worth, my value is. Why do you guys think that I'm not worth that? Boy, we have um, it, I compared it. You know, we in Baltimore, we we had Manny Machado uh, with the Orioles for a little while, and I I would just keep asking, the Orioles gonna sign him? Like, are they gonna do what we need to do in order to make this thing last? And I would have prominent, you know, the the Busteronis, the the Tim Kirkshans of the world say to me, "Don't worry about that. Just enjoy the ride." And I'm like, dude, I I enjoy a ride, but like if I go to an amusement park, I want to know that that ride's not falling off the tracks at the end. Like now, it's a different it's a different market, uh, but the problem with Baltimore is they're in a division where you have two teams, the Yankees and Rays, who kinda I mm-hmm. mean the Yankees and Red Sox who kinda spend all the money all in the money, world. Yep. And then you have this other organization, the Rays, who do it on a ball who ball on a budget. So if you're an ownership <laughs> group, you're like, Let me emulate the ones that ball on the budget. They seem to be the most consistent. So I think the Orioles, in a lot of ways, are trying to reinvent the Rays uh, kind of way of doing business, to be honest. I, you might be right, but I don't like that either because I don't like the idea of all the good players ending up somewhere else. In, oh, in, trust in, me, you know, I'm a Rays like, fan. I'm from Tampa. I've yeah. seen Evan Longoria and David yeah. Price and all these guys walk out the door. Trust me, it's frustrating. I, you know, we, we got Adley Rudgman now. We want to make sure Adley Rudgman's around for a little while. Like We want to experience that. But to your again, to your point, Sean, about Lamar, like I, I can't help but think about it. I can't help it. Like At some point, if, if you're going to hold the line and he's going to hold the line, they're going to end up having to talk about trading him or having to talk about how this plays out. Like it's, it's infuriating to think about, but like somebody's got a budge and like neither side appears interested in doing that at this point. So I it's, like, it's interesting also because it's not like they've allocated those resources on offense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if they went out and got a Devonte Adams or, you know, they had traded for AJ Brown or something, you know, well, you know, at least with, yeah, that makes a little sense. I mean, is it, I don't think there's anyone else on your offense that's really getting, you know, big bucks, is it? Well, Ronnie Stanley is, but, you know. Right, offensive line, right. yeah. So you, those guys are going to get what those guys yep. get. But I mean, yes, I, playmaker wise, yep, you're right. There's, yeah. there's, there's, you know, there's Mark Andrews is getting some good money, but that's it. Like, that's, that's what. You know, um, they built for a defense, and so that would somebody would say, "Hey, the, you're not getting enough out of that right now." But obviously, injuries are a big deal. Sean, Sean um, just so I can cover it before I let you go, and I really appreciate the time, man. Um, it, I, the Ravens have never won a regular season game in Foxborough, which is weird, but it's not the same Patriots, of course, as many of those games were. And you know, they they did actually go up and play them a couple years ago, but it was against Cam Newton, and they lost it in the rain. Uh, that number's still sort of sitting at three, and it's one of those weird feelings for me where I'm like, I I definitely think the Ravens are better than what we saw in the fourth quarter. I think I like the Ravens to cover on the road, but that's a weird thing to say in a place where they've literally never won a game. It, it, now doing what you do for a living, how much do you think about things like that versus just the matchup on the field? 
Well, my experiences come from playing and then coaching in that league. Uh, I've learned more and more about the analytical side of this, but I always go back to my core. And me and Tim Murray and Aaron Oster have this argument all the time when we're talking about strength of schedule. I said there is no such thing as strength of schedule in the National Football League. You can tell me strength of quarterback, Mm-hmm. And there's a, probably five, six guys where, you know, no matter what their team does, they're going to be in it. But I was like, outside of those quarterbacks, every week is tough. If you don't bring your A game, you're going to be in a dog. I asked the different Broncos, Houston, Houston, after emotional tie against the Colts in week one, flies out to Denver, altitude, Russell Wilson home, Russell Wilson home opener. It's 9-6 Houston in the fourth quarter. Like it's it, 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 this league. There's the 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 talent level across the board is so good that success and failure is separated from a very thin line. And every every team is, is capable of beating you. Who would have thought the Bengals would be zero no, no two? No doubt. The Raiders are zero and two. The Titans are zero and two. The Colts are zero and two. Man, that's a tough league. The NFL. The one thing they have going that supersedes every other league by leaps and bounds is parody. They are literally the only professional sports league where your organization, your fan base could legitimately feel like we can go from sugar to you know what in one off season hmm. without getting a top 10 player. Like this in the NBA world, if we get Kevin Durant, no, without getting any substantial future Hall of Fame kind of player. Look at Jacksonville. Right now, Jacksonville is a favorite. To win the AFC South. I mean, <clears throat> that is insane. <laughs> like, that's pure, <laughs> utter insanity. <laughs> and and you're probably right about that because Matt Ryan looks like a mess and the Titans look like a mess. You're still not you, – I mean, you, can you can you give me anything that would give me an edge on this New England page, uh, New England-Baltimore matchup, Sean? Do you have any feeling about yeah, it? Yeah, I still think if you look at the fact that Marcus Williams has three picks, great yep. free agent acquisition, uh, Justin Houston's getting to the quarterback – uh, you're talking about a, Patri- a Patriots team that's struggling to, to create explosive plays. So they're kind of the antithesis of what you went up against last week where Jalen Waddle and, and Tyreek Hill. And, and for three quarters, your defense was outstanding. So I, I would look at this and feel pretty comfortable that uh, the Ravens defense should have a really good day. And that Lamar, and you know, it was good to see Rashad Bateman, you know, get a big play. It was good to see uh, Duvernay. I think he ran a kickback. If I'm not mistaken, yep, he did. so he did. you know, you want those younger guys that are trying to find their way to have those like confidence building moments. But I do think that uh, they have to make more of a commitment to run the ball. Like uh, your leading rusher having 17 carries outside Lamar, that just won't get it done. It'd be really nice to get J.K. Dobbins back this week. Uh, he is, and, and and don't before I leave, yes. he's coming off of ACL. So my anticipation for him was he'll be better next year than this year. <sighs> Generally, as a running back, it's the year after you return from those uh, ligament injuries. Yeah, we don't want to hear that, man. I know you're right, but we don't want to hear that here. We need him to solve all the issues. Um, at Real Sean King on Twitter is how you follow him. Of course, uh, primetime on VEASAN with him and our buddy Tim Murray um, is where you can check him out. Sean, is there anything else we can plug for you, my dude? Oh, uh, that's it, man. You guys come and rock and roll with us. If you like making money, we are the show. We also are interested in those sports betting show. Yesterday we had uh, Vincent Pastore, uh, Big P from oh, Soprano that's cool. on. That's cool. We had uh, Doug Allen and Kevin Conley from Honorize on. So 
it's a sports gambling show, but we have a whole lot of fun. And listen, I got a ginger genius, a seven foot redhead sitting yeah. next to me. I give him the business every day for three hours. I love that guy. And, you know, I love my guy, Aaron <laughs> Oster, too. Those are our friends. It's so cool that you ended up hooked up with them. Sean King, man. Great hey, to, thanks for having me, man. Great to catch up with you, bro. Thanks for doing it. Sean, no problem. Sean King from VEASAN, of course, former NFL quarterback. Appreciate him taking the time for us this morning on GCR. Today's program also brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and by a Toyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals and new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. When we come back in, for better or for worse, Drew Forrester joins us. We'll play a little Would You Rather Wednesday. That's on the way. Glenn Clark Radio. Have you been to Guilford Hall Brewery? Located in Baltimore's Station North neighborhood, Guilford Hall Brewery breaks the craft brew mold with their great handcrafted microbrews and amazing Bavarian-style food selections. Join Guilford Hall seven days a week for Orioles, Ravens, and all of your favorite college games. Make plans now to watch the big games, play trivia, or bring your dog for yappy hour. They even have free valet service on Friday and Saturday nights. Go to guilfordhall.com for a complete schedule of events, beer listings, and food and drink specials. We'll see you at Guilford Hall Brewery. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. What's up, everyone? This is Tyus Bowser, and I'm excited to tell you that I'm back with season two of the Tyus Bowser Show in partnership with Pressbox and Great Ace Memorabilia. Join us on Tuesday nights throughout the season as I'll be heading all over town with my special guests. And of course, our co-hosts, Glenn and Rita. What is it, Rita and Glenn? What is it? I look forward to meeting you guys and talking a little bit about football and a lot about life. And if you happen to miss the show, you can now catch a replay Friday nights on 1057 The Fan. Get all of your details for the Tyus Bowser Show right now at PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. The next Tyus Bowser Show is Tuesday, October 4th at 7 p.m. at Guilford Hall Brewery, 1611 Guilford Avenue in Station North. It's brought to you by Maryland Vascular Specialists and the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. Come experience Maryland's number one sportsbook this NFL season at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, the ultimate place for any sports enthusiast. Take advantage of our 24-7 kiosks, massive video screens, and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. With more money paid out than anyone around, make every moment more at the new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. The 2020 2022 baseball season is in full swing, and the future is brighter than ever for your Baltimore Orioles. I'm Paul Valley, and I'm Zach Goodman, and together we bring you the bat around every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon with everything you need to know about the Orioles and baseball as a whole. From veterans like Cedric Mullins, Austin Hayes, and Ryan Mountcastle, to young stars like Adley Rutschman, Grayson Rodriguez, and D.L. Hall. We've got you covered for every game, every pitch, and every debut. You can watch us at youtube.com slash pressboxonline and facebook.com slash pressboxsports or you can listen at pressboxonline.com slash radio. So join us live on the Bat Around every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon right here at Press Box Sports. 
Glory Days Grill's Oktoberfest menu is now running. It's one of their most popular seasonal menus all year. It features the chicken schnitzel, the Oktoberfest brewer's platter, the brewer's sausage sandwich, the Bavarian burger with a pretzel bun, the cheddar ale soup, the slam dunk pretzels, and the apple cobbler. All of these meals pair well with Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on draft. Dine in or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. Check out Jeremy Kahn's daily picks at PressBoxOnline.com as he tries to find you daily winners. And speaking of winners, here's a man who once won a media curling contest. And I don't think anything else. He's Glenn Clark. I always feel that to be a bit personal, and I don't much care for that. Uh, it is Glenn Clark Radio, a Wednesday edition of the program. You guys have been slow today on Would You Rather Wednesday. We need to, I know there's been a lot more going on, and we've... Uh, Maybe flooded your timeline with uh, Tyus Bowser, Marlon Humphrey stuff, but um, I'll reset those here in a second, retweet those uh, Would You Rather Wednesday scenarios, and we will talk about them in a minute, giving away a $25 gift card to Glory Days Grill. He is Drew Forrester, DrewsMorningDish.com, and he's with us now here on GCR. What's going on, pal? How you doing? Hi. I can't even believe this trade they're talking about. But uh, wait, Shohei Otani makes sense for both. Yeah. Makes sense for both. No, no. Um, Mateo, for, Mateo for Lamar. A Mateo for Lamar. Sure, we'll go that. What do you? What? Like what? Have yeah, you I guys, mean, what, hang on we, a second. Wait, this the is, Ravens. Uh, wait, wait, wait. The, I'm going to ask you the most the honest Ravens question. Ravens get the defensive help wait, wait, they need. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> I'm going to ask you the most honest question I could ever ask. Have you completely given up? Like, have you just gotten to the point where you said, I'm not even going to bother coming up with new material for it because we've been doing this for too long. It's not going anywhere. Like, have you just utterly given up? My dog, by the way. No, I haven't. My dog went outside and just came in and looks like he's been in a swimming pool. Wait, what's going on outside? And I don't know what that, I don't know where my dog got wet. Yeah, I don't think it's raining. I'm looking at it. This worries me. Yeah, that's not Knox, where, where have you been? That's All right. Great. Anyway, um, no, I, I haven't given up. I just think the Orioles need right, defensive, I mean, offensive help, and the Ravens need defense. Yeah, yeah, All right, I, go I, ahead. You. Uh, you and I do not agree frequently. Um, we, okay. We agree sometimes. Well, and, sometimes that's shtick, but yeah, most yeah, of the time, we. Yeah. it's our age. We see things differently. Um, we couldn't agree more about the embarrassment of this Rex Ryan thing this week. This, this is pathetic, and this comes off, at, you know, like the the most generous way I could describe it is disingenuous and just about him trying to be bombastic because he's on one of these dumb shows where that's just what they do. They they try to be loud and say dumb things, and maybe he just wanted to say a dumb thing. But knowing Rex's history, it's it's hard for me to just think it's innocent and and just disingenuous. It comes off way more as petulant. It comes off way more as childish. There's, there's legitimately nothing genuine about it. There's no, like he didn't break something down and say here's an actual problem. He just got things wrong. Like he, he called out Marlon Humphrey who wasn't playing when all of this happened. Um, he pretended like football is the same now. He thumped his chest about when he was defensive coordinator, which anyone with a brain knows defense it doesn't get to be played the same way as when Rex was a defensive coordinator. And he threw in uh, that after two games, Mike McDonald is terrible, which I, like, I, don't, I don't even know where to begin, and it just really makes me – like it comes off as sad. Like I'm just sad for, for the fact that you still can't 
come to a place where you can get over or move on with your life. I, it, it is infuriating, man. Well, I mean, I think there's a lot of moving parts to it. You know, you touched on a bunch of them. I, I think, um, and this is just the way I look at, this is the way I look at analysts and, and talking heads. And I, you know, we've been blessed in Baltimore to have one, one of, I think one of the best analysts in the history of any sport and Jim Palmer. Um, it's phenomenal. And, and, you know, Palmer has occasionally danced around the subjects that anger him. Most of them have to do with money. Mm-hmm. And he's occasionally said something like, uh, not, not getting much out of a guy you're giving 30 million to, but he, he says it in such a way that it's not browbeating. He just sort of says it. And then he probably gets kicked under the chair and he goes, yeah, I know, but I, I, it just drives me crazy. But he, he handles the analytics of the game, meaning the analysis of the game as good as anybody. And he's not there to trash pitchers who, by the way, by and large, nearly every pitcher Palmer watches couldn't tie his shoes. Of course. So you talk about you talk about a tough job. He's watching guys every single game that couldn't hold a candle to him, and you never really detect that in his voice. And by the way, and the other thing I'll say is, he doesn't rip pitchers for not going nine innings the way he would. Right, because right, right. He, because, because he understands that's it, it's not right. a thing anymore. You can't compare right. a pitcher in 2022 to Jim Palmer because the sport is different now. No, no doubt. So when so I bring all of that up to say that what I expect from coaches, and and look, let's let's be honest. We anyone on the outside, and that's everyone that's not on the inside. So ever. Every single one of us who's on the outside. Now, media members can claim to be more on the inside than the normal fan because we have some degree of access. Some have some people have more access than others, but we're all on the outside, right? No one is no one knows more about the Baltimore Ravens, no one, than John Harbaugh. Right? He's the coach of the team. Every single thing that happens in that team, John Harbaugh is aware of, knows about, um, potentially could even handle. So we're we're all on the outside compared to him. And, 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 and just to, to just be fair, it doesn't mean that he's going to get everything right. But I, I no, I, no, no, right, it's just I, nothing to do with right or wrong. Right, I'm just I saying, agree with you. Yes, from the standpoint of what we know. What we know, it really is what we think we know. Because we don't know anything. Because we're not there. And I, I would always say this when people, you know, and you and I were on the air, people call in and scream and yell. And I'd be like, have you been to one of the practices? Well, no. Okay. You, so you have no idea what you're talking about. You think you know. And that's okay. Keep calling. But you think you know. You don't actually know. So I say all of that to set up to say that when we bring these coaches on the air, we're expecting an incredibly high standard from them because they are the only ones who really know what's going on. So when you bring Bill Cower onto that set or you bring Tony Dungy onto that set on Sunday, you're expecting something from them that you can't get anywhere else. 
You're expecting that from them. Mm-hmm. So when you bring Rex Ryan on and you say to Rex, we're bringing you on, you're an ex-coach, and we need some, we need some analysis from you, what I want and what I think the coach's job to do on the air is, is to tell me what's going on from the eye of the coach. Tell me what's going on. You, I don't need you to tell me Mike McDonald sucks. I, there's 52 podcasts going on in, in town that'll tell me that. I don't need you to tell me that Armour Davis is terrible. I, I, every Twitter account tells me that. What I needed Rex to say on Sunday was, or Monday was, hey, hold the phone a sec. Let me tell you, I know you're mad in Baltimore. I know you're disappointed. You should be. You were up 28 to 7 and 35 to 14. You lost. I know you're mad. I know you're outraged. But let me just explain something to you. And let me tell you how this works. The absence of Peters and Humphrey, and Peters was playing, but clearly not 100%. Right. And and, And Humphrey was in and out the last 20 minutes of the game with this groin strain. The absence of those two guys changed the entire tenor of the fourth quarter. And here's why. Because now they got to put Pepe Williams into this spot, and now they got to move this guy into this spot. And, oh, by the way, they didn't have Brandon Stevens either. And they would love to have had Brandon Stevens in there, but they couldn't put him in there because he wasn't available. So now they're down to these two guys. They're trying to play a cover two with two guys hobbled, Mm -hmm. two other guys who are literally in the January of their professional career going up against maybe the best wide receiver in football or, you know, one of the top three in football. Well, I, I think at this point, probably and, the best wide receiver duo in football, for sure. Oh, 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 okay, so then, yeah. then you add that on. And you say, so, so let me just tell you, let me tell you guys, you, 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 I know you're mad, but I also want to point out to you, they don't have any edge rushers. They're trying to cobble something together without any real bona fide edge rushers. They can't put much pressure on this kid. He's swinging it all over the place, and they're, and they're really banged up in the back. And they're and they're just trying to they're just trying to patch it up long enough to win thirty eight to thirty five. Mm-hmm. That's all they're doing. Well, and they can't run the ball That's in order to I'm, run clock. They also right, they also right, right. can't gobble right. up time. Oh, by off the way, the clock. everyone. Right. Right. By the way, they scored thirty five points. Twenty one of them came in twenty seconds of the game. Mm-hmm. Literally, mm-hmm. they ran a kickback. Yep, and two. They ran a ball eighty yards. And they threw a ball 75 yards. Yep. That's how they scored 21 of the 35 points. Mm-hmm. The defense was on the field for 35 minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. That's what Rex should have been saying. Uh, and by the because way, when you're the coach, right. when you're the coach, and you go back at, uh, to Owens Mills, and I wrote about this yesterday or Monday, when you're the coaches, the players all leave and they tweet out how disappointed they are and we'll get them next week and what a bummer and we love you. And then they go out to wherever it is that they go out and they have their seafood and their booze and they blow off the steam that they have to blow off because it's part and parcel of, be- of playing at a high level like that. The coaches, meanwhile, kiss their wives and their, and their girlfriends at the, at the gate and they go back to Owings Mills. And this is what the coaches say. The coaches sit around and they say, how the hell did that happen? And John says, well, look, let's call it like it is. We'd never say this to the media because we can't, but let's call it like it is. 
we were lucky we didn't lose 52 to 35. Sure. Like, so that's what I needed Rex to say, because that's the coach's view. And when I heard him say that on Monday, I I mean, I was like you, I obviously I wrote about yesterday and I was very critical of him. I was like apoplectic. I don't need you to come on and tell me that Mike McDonald sucks. Because you, if you were the head coach, it's not what you would be saying. Well, okay. So, you, you, you would never say in his second game, this hotshot McDonald guy I hired sucks. Right. It's not what you would say. Right. Now, you might say that if you were just a regular Johnny-come-lately color analyst, and I'm not picking on, nah, I don't even know who I'm talking about here. I'm not picking on James Lofton, but that's, that's the kind of thing that the next player might say. Because so, they're players. Okay, but but I. But also, you don't say that if you're Rex Ryan. I I also understand, and this is I'm not trying to give a pass in any way. I understand they're going to tell him you have to say something more inflammatory. You're on what what is the the, the dumb show that he's on on ESPN where that's what they I don't do. Even know. Right, like, get up, get up. Thank you. I'm sorry. Get he's, that. I, and and I, I have to admit I don't watch that show, but I know enough from social media to know that this is what they do. The point of this show is. We just want to be loud. We just want to say things that we can put out on Twitter and we'll get people to retweet them. I understand that. But the elements of this come off far more personal than just, you know, I'm trying to be loud. Because to your point, would that be the better analysis? Of course, that's the better analysis. But they don't do that on this show. They don't actually try to break things down. To, to go to the extent that he went comes off the chest thumping about what – this is what I used to do. The saying someone sucks after two games, which is like, I, maybe you could say that about Nathaniel Hackett because I think there's a real argument that Nathaniel Hackett might suck, but it has to be that extraordinary. That I don't know if he remembers what happened in the first game of the season. Mike McDonald's had one bad game as a coordinator in his life. To say he sucks as a coordinator is absurd. It comes off like... Rex can't get over it. He can't move on from... We, we all remember what happened when he came back for the anniversary of the first Super Bowl. We all know Rex isn't okay with the fact that he didn't get to be the head coach of the Ravens. And maybe never will be. But that's not me saying something. It's, it's fact. It's in the public record that we know that. Um, maybe there's something related to his brother not being back on the staff after last year. I don't, I don't know. Maybe Rex in his mind believed that Rob would get to be the next defensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens. And when they hired the young guy instead, it pissed him off and he was just waiting for this moment, but nothing about it was legitimate in any way. And even in the context of doing a loudmouth show and a show in which we want you to say stupid things, it still comes off as personal and small and petty no and and embarrassing. No doubt, it was awful. I mean, I I just can't. I couldn't get over. I couldn't get over how awful it was of him. You know, it's it, and again, you 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 know, you always use these words, right? In the context of it, if this is week fourteen, mm-hmm. you know, if this is week fourteen, and the Ravens have somehow dipped to. You know, whatever six and eight on the year, and they've just done this. They've just had this fiasco at home, and this is the you know fifth time yep. that they've given up 
three touchdowns or more in the fourth quarter of a game this year, and you want to then say, this guy's in way over his head. You, you know what I mean? Like if you, if after 15, 14 games, you have some sort of an assessment to make like that, that has a little bit of substance to it. You might be able to get away with that. Maybe. Cause I mean, now you've at least got some data to say, Hey, look guys, we got to call this like it is. This is, this ain't getting any better. And this yeah. guy's had, this guy's had a lot of opportunities to get this better and he hasn't done it. You've got a lot of context there. There, there would still be this like this, the, thumping about, the thumping about his defense would still be p- pathetic. I mean, it would still be Correct. like, sure, sure, sure. You know, but, but still, yes, at least, at least the I part, was really, yeah. I was really surprised. And I, I just can't stress enough how much this whole thing went or goes against the code of what coaches do. Coaches don't go on the air and trash almost said the other word. Coaches don't go on the other, on the air and trash other coaches. Right. It's just not what you do. But, and if you can't sign up for that code, then I, I don't know that you should be broadcasting. Yeah, this, is, okay. this is not what you do. But, but this, this is, is not this things. is not the way right. you get your analysis across I, if, to me. I, what I would say is if if somebody really deserves to be called out for that, I don't care what the code is, right? Like at some I don't hide from the truth. Like if it again, if if today in in Denver somebody's like, well, you know, I'm not really going to say anything never negative about Nathaniel Hackett. Like I, I would say, then you probably don't. Wh- why are you doing this? Why did you get into this business if you can't call someone out? But you have to be fair in the way that you do it. You have to be right. reasonable in the way I mean. you do like, it. You, right. can't, you can't just right. There's got to be some balance. That's why I use the thing about the 14 games. And by the way, you, you know, know I, I'll, you, throw, I'll follow up. This is interesting. I can tell you that there were multiple coaches that we asked to come on this program this week that didn't want to do it. And I guarantee it's for the exact thing that you're talking about because they don't want to be the ones ripping another coach. Sure. Yep. I mean, wait. It, it, it's it's just part. I mean, you hear this all the time, right? You, you the eight and one team is playing the one and eight team, and they beat them thirty eight to six. And the coach comes in and goes, "Let me That's just say really this first of all. Yeah. We just beat a really good team over there, a very very well coached team. I want to say that right from the start. Right. And the rest of us watching it are like, dude, who are you kidding? Yep. But that's but that's the code and the honor that they have, all totally based on. The fact that all of those coaches know exactly how hard it is to do that job. Now, they get five, ten, twelve million, fifteen million for doing it. They're big boys, they can handle it. I get it. But but only the coaches know how much work gets put in. They're the only ones that know. No one knows but them. So Drew, I thought it was awful. Drew Forrester, Drew's Morning dot com with us here on G C R. For you are you closer to it's one game in week two of a league that is insane? I mean, that is just utterly – why does anyone bet on this league? We don't know anything about what might happen from week to week. And overreacting to any of this is stupid. What are we doing? They still have most of their players hurt at this point. Like, are you closer to that or are you closer to – 
No, they just blew a 21-point lead in the fourth quarter of a football game. I don't care what the circumstances are. That doesn't happen. There are real problems here. I think it's more the first scenario. I, I, I think they, they could go to New England this week and they could win 17-13. to 13. I, I think the league is crazy. It's a, the, totally a, it's a league of matchups for sure. Miami did a really nice job of exposing you know some of those, especially later on in the day when the Ravens started to run out of gas a little bit, and they were the Dolphins were just starting to hit their stride. Um, I, I you know I wouldn't overreact from it. I, obviously, they need some healthy players back. They're very very lean, both at rushing the quarterback and in the secondary. But I I think you know I, just like I don't know that you're going to get that kind of virtuoso performance from Lamar every single week. You're, you're not going to have that kind of defensive meltdown every single week either. So if you made me lean one way or the other, I would lean more towards it's a one game thing. Um, you know, it just started to snowball. They didn't really know how to navigate it, which you can't blame them because most of those players had never been involved in anything like that before. Um, and I think, you know, they'll be okay. But they got to get some healthy players back for sure. And, you know, these next two games are going to give you – you ask me that question again in two right. weeks. And right. I mean, because these next two games are pretty big games for them. I mean, if they go up there this Sunday and they get beat, you know, 23-15 or whatever, and then Buffalo beats them 31-10, to then you know, oh, yeah. ask, me that, ask me that question Oh, again. yeah, Katie bar the door. Right. I mean, there's no doubt, right? Like, it, it becomes, yeah. so, it becomes I mean, a real problem. Yeah, so it, it's, you know, I, I don't expect to see them go up there and play poorly again in New England like they did this week, but I also know they could go up there and play decently and lose. And then you got Buffalo coming in, and I think we all know what they're capable of doing. And, you know, they could be one and three. And I think what's going what, to... I guess the real proof is going to be if they do wind up being one and three, the question is how are they one and three? Right? Yep. Yep. Did they, I mean, correct. Is it's it? One, yeah. It's one thing if they lose 23, 20 and 24, 17 and they scrap and fight and they drop a pass late in the game or Buffalo gets a favorable call. It's another thing if they lose, you know, 17-6 because New England's defense is good and shuts them down, and then they lose 31-10. to That's a different story. All right, let's play, let's play Would You Rather Wednesday really quick. Would You Rather Wednesday is brought to you by Glory Days Grill, where the, the Oktoberfest menu is available, and it is insane. The Bavarian burger with the pretzel bun, the cheddar ale soup, the slam dunk pretzels, the chicken schnitzel, the brewer's sausage platter, the brewer's sausage sandwich. It's all amazing. Glorydaysgrill.com is the website. Get your order in right now. Uh, would you rather, Wednesday, number one, would you rather the Ravens' run game is fixed and functions at a high level for the rest of the season, but the pass rush continues to be an issue all year long, or the pass rush strengthens, but the run game doesn't and continues to be a problem all year? I feel like they've got to get a, they got to get some help defensively with the rush. Um, I think they could cobble something together if they only if they're only going to be able to run for sixty or seventy yards a game. I still think they can beat people like that. 
I don't think they can beat anybody over the long haul if they can't put some pressure on the quarterback. I, all right, all right. Well, I'll, I'll bring it up in a second. I might uh, move around number two for you because I forgot about something, and it's better for you. Number two, would you rather, for whatever reason, and we got to go back a long ways, obviously, for you because you've been married for quite some time, but the most embarrassing attempt you ever made at picking up a woman is on video, was filmed, and ends up getting out on the Internet and makes it go viral. And now it, everyone can see it. The question on the one that I posted is, or would you rather a risque but not naked photo of you ends up being sent to everyone in your phone contacts? Well, with my body, I'd probably say just send a photo. Right, because yeah, I mean, right, like everybody's gonna say, "Wow, look at look at that guy! Like he's yeah. he's looking good." I'm gonna I'm gonna change the question for you. All right, <laughs> would you rather that video, the most embarrassing attempt you ever made at picking up a woman, is out there, or your Bryson DeChambeau running into the rope, and that video oh. is out there and goes viral today? <laughs> I don't know. I may have to take the girl pickup. Yeah, there. that's a pretty bad Bryson, one. <laughs> Bryson went down like he was shot. Correct. And I mean, he looked like uh, Lincoln at Ford's Theater. Correct. Grabbing his head. And by the way, he needed a towel to wipe off what exactly? Like, what in the hell? <laughs> the way, I don't know. My dog's barking at something. Somebody may be breaking into my house. All right. Well, tell him I said hi. The way he snatched... The way he snatched the towel. Like it was the other guy's fault. Like, <laughs> it was the other guy. As if guy. he were saying, as if he were saying, I'm going to get blood all over this shirt Bridgestone just sent me. <laughs> I mean, it was hilarious. I should have I should have made that number two. I screwed that up. All right. And uh, number three, would you rather um, the uh, the Orioles give up a package? Grayson Rodriguez, Jackson Holiday, Colton Kowser, land Shohei Otani, and sign him long term. Or, well, I mean, oh, as, okay. or as exciting as that sounds, it's still not the right way for them to go about their business. I one hundred percent would go get Otani, and you can give up whatever you want to give up. You know, within reason. In other words, don't you know, we're not we're not giving up Rutschman. Or, or or Henderson, but if you need to give up Grayson Rodriguez and somebody else we've never heard of or I mean, seen we, yet, we've we've heard of Jackson Holiday for sure. He was the number one pick in the draft this year. I have no idea what he's going to do. So I'd be happy to give those guys up to get a time. All right, very good. What's coming up at DrewsMorningDish.com? You know, we just write about sports and the Ravens and um, since when? How much this defensive coordinator is terrible? <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. He's terrible. He's had one bad, game in, one bad game in his life. He's a terrible defensive coordinator. That's the way it works. Fire somebody. All right, buddy. At It's a Hooded 4 on Twitter. We'll talk to you next week. That's Drew Forrester, DrewsMorningDish.com. All right, uh, would you rather run game or pass rush? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the full question again? Would you rather the run yeah. game is fixed? Hey, Colson. Well, run game. No, run save game. it. Save it. Colson, come here. <laughs> Sit down on that chair. Wow. Pull up John Colson. I got to deal with something with this guy. Slide that microphone closer to you. Nice shoes. They are really. Well, not, I'm not wearing them today. No. No, no, no. You I couldn't wear. No. Lord, no. These are 
You didn't bring them in to show everybody? I showed it. I want people to watch the video of the Tyus Bowser show. So just show them one Last shoe and night. tell them the other one's yeah. on the video. Yeah, sure, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll wear them out. That if you, wanna, if you want to see me in the Panda Dunks, you can come out to the Tyus Bowser They're show. so cool. Tuesday, I, I, I thought he was going to cry. Dude. <laughs> I mean, okay. Y'all can make fun of me all you want. No! That's not making fun it's of you. It's one of the most... If my wife gets me a nice gift... That's expected. And, and I mean this all due respect. She's not a great gift giver. Oh, my, my ex-wife is not... Not a great Wonderful gift woman. Not I don't a great know gift if giver. I'm a great gift giver either. Because I'm a great I'm, gift giver. I'm more of an experienced person. That's right, more, I can't wait for my first my gift. Thing is all, <laughs> my thing is experiences. Like, I want to yeah. go have a weekend with right. you. I want That's what I yeah. want to do. And so that's my typical gift-giving style with my wife is let's go to a bed and breakfast for a weekend. Let's go to New Orleans. I would like to get away with you and spend time with you. because, And maybe that's more of a reflection of me. She does like gaudy jewelry and things like that, so I get her stuff. But I I like – I'm an experienced person. That's well, you what refer I want. to it as gaudy jewelry. It's not stupid. like the jewelry it's she stu- likes. It's so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. So – um, I, you, but but what, if I get a nice what's gift your from, issue here? What do you, I get there. Okay. S- settle down. If I get a nice <laughs> gift from my wife, like, okay, it's my wife. There's no reason for Tyus Bowser to be giving me a gift. Exactly. At all. And that's why there, I understand no your excitement human, about what There's no world where he does not needs to be doing something like that. He's he's coming out and doing shows with us, and he's being great, and I couldn't is the nicest person that we have ever and come he's across. Bringing Marlon Humphrey, yeah, bringing out J- Justin Houston and Marlon Humphrey so far this season. Yep. How's that for guests, by the way? Jesus. So he owes me nothing at all. The fact that he would do that was so genuinely touching that I, I don't know how to explain it. The, the shoes themselves, they're, they're very cool, but it's the thought and the fact that he would literally after. Not only did he remember that he said it on that show. He remembered what my shoe size was because he asked me during the show, hey, what's your shoe size? And I said, tw- he didn't write it down somewhere. He just remembered what my size was. There's a little more that. to that story. Oh, is there? Did yeah. he text somebody? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> no, but the, it, the point holds true. He it's took the time to figure it out. It's unbelievable. He went to a store and did. I, I'm blown away yeah. by what Tyus Bowser did. Now, that might not be the most incredible thing that I learned last night, though. Uh oh. I never got an answer from you about something. What was it? Uh, you didn't hear it during segment number one of the show today, but during the show, we ultimately got to a part where we ended up talking about famous phone numbers. <laughs> we ultimately got to a portion of the show, and I don't even remember how we got there because this came up one time last year during the Tyus Bowser show, but something came up where, oh, he was talking about Nick Saban. Marlon Humphrey was talking about Nick Saban, and you'll get to this point of the show. Nick Saban. Will not he does not have Nick Saban's phone. Do you want me number. to get my phone to show you? I would like for you to do that. He, he, he you John has Nick Saban's no, phone no, number. No, 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 no. Marlon Humphrey does not have Nick Saban's phone number. Gotcha. Nick Saban has called Marlon Humphrey, but not from his phone. Mm. Mar it's the president is calling you. If you get a phone call from Nick Saban, Marlon Humphrey explains that his secretary or whoever it is, his assistant, gets on a phone, calls you, and says Hold for Nick Saban, right? And then patches him through. And he said, "I don't have the guy. I don't have the man's number. I don't like guy was his college coach. I don't know how many dudes don't have their college coach's phone number." But Marlon Humphrey does not. I'm have, guessing Nick Saban has a flip phone 
that he dials his grandkids and and wife with maybe and, maybe and that yeah, and every that's it. And business that's it. call right. comes through a landline <laughs> correct that is then connected or someone to else's cell phone yeah. or right that's you the, get my point correct so I said well who is the most famous number that you have in your phone and then you know both he and Tyus were like you know I guess Lamar right and that makes sense Lamar is legitimately TMZ levels of famous at this point. And then we ultimately, I don't want to completely give it away, but we ultimately find out that there is a, a rapper that um, is is stored in Marlon Humphrey's phone. He's got that phone number, and so it's a it's a pretty big one. It's a significant yeah. Yeah. one. Uh, but I'll let you find out who that is when you hear segment number, I think it was number two. Is it number two or number three? Whatever, sh- maybe it was three. Segment number three of the Tyus Bowser Show will air it on Friday. It'll air on 105.7 The Fan on Friday night, or you can go watch and listen right now if you don't want to wait that long. Right. The show is available. So we're doing the segment, and after the segment's over, John Coulson walks up to me and says, (laughs) I've got him beat. No, he said, I've got everybody beat. He did say, I've got everybody beat. I've got everybody beat. I do. I said, you've got someone more famous than Lamar Jackson in your phone? I do. you got someone more famous than this famous rapper that everybody knows in your phone? I do. I said, I don't know if I believe that. John pulls up the phone and shows me a name that's in his phone. And I, at first... Paul Hewson. I said, do I know who Paul... I don't know who... Google Paul Hewson. Who's Paul? H-E-W-S-O-N. Paul H-E-W-S-O-N. I'm like, no, you know what? As it turns out, I don't know who Paul Hewson is. Tell me who Paul Hewson is. Let's see... uh Griffin's. Did I spell it right? H E W. Oh, H E W. H E W. He sakes. did find Paul Hewson. <laughs> yeah. Housen or something. H E W S O N. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is who Paul yeah. Hewson is. Legitimately more famous yeah. than Lamar Jackson <laughs> or this particular rapper. Should we even say who it is or just let everybody Google it? H E W S O N. I mean, it's, it, people might be driving or something. I don't know. It's Bono. It's Bono. <laughs> John Coulson. Now, do how we, do you? Uh, now, wait, wait. Yeah. There's yeah. There's a couple okay. questions here. Do we know how long ago? It was a real. I told you this last yeah. night. It could be many, many iterations. Right. Ago. It's 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 not. It's a U.S. number. Okay. Okay. It's a U.S. number. It's not a. It's not a a, a foreign number. Mm-hmm. And um, a very close friend of mine. Um, Produced. It's. I mean, I think I can do this math. It's. Is it someone that is? I mean, is it? Is it? I'm going to write a name yeah. down. I think I know who it is. Is it that person that got you there? No, 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 no. Oh, no. really? No, no. A friend of mine is okay. a. Um, you know, they were is he, a Hollywood John director. in particular was very involved. Yeah, with, I know. Very, yeah. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, my friend was actually involved with that, the uh, tour with the Bug Eyes. I can't remember what oh, it was God, called. Oh, God, which one was that one? Oh, my and it God, had, yeah. And it had video screens behind it, a huge set of video screens behind it and words flashing up. My friend designed that whole thing. Was that the Fly Tour? Was it that was, that one? Yes, 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 the Fly. But my friend designed all wow. the video for, yeah. for the Fly Tour. That's so cool. And he also um, wrote and directed a couple pretty big movies in Hollywood. Arlington Road. Have you ever seen Arlington yeah, Road? Yeah, I'm familiar with he Arlington. Wrote he wrote, wrote and didn't directed. Did they film Arlington Road around here? No. Well, in DC. Yeah. Right. And they probably did parts of it here. I think they did part um, of it in Baltimore. Actually. Anyway, um, I went to the concert and got to meet them, and it was kind of a joke. And I got the phone number, and I don't know. I've never called it honestly. I put it in there, 
And I texted. I don't even know for sure if it's him that texted me back, but I'm never letting go of the phone number. I mean, I don't get. I don't blame you for that whatsoever. Yeah. I don't blame you. Nor am I ever calling it. I just no, want yeah, to be clear. Right, correct. You know, okay, so uh, two stories. One, I told you. It goes you, from there all the way down to Ray Lewis. For, There's for, nobody yeah, in between. For, for years, <laughs> the most famous number in my phone, and I, I finally deleted it at one point, was Bill Cosby. Yeah, this is yeah. straight shoot. Ah, wow. This is a straight shoot. It's a long story, but when I first moved into Afternoons on 1570, the first week of the show, I wanted to go all out, right? And Bill Cosby was playing at Pier 6. And I said to Ryan Chell, who was my producer at the time, let's take a run at it, right? Like, I know people at Pier 6, and let's just see if they can help us. <coughs> and not only did they help us, and again, this is before, I want to make this abundantly clear, not before any of these things happened, but before they became prominent, like before it became known these things that Bill Cosby had done, and he was America's sweetheart. He was our he was yeah. America's father in a lot of ways. Um, he did an hour, an hour with me. Oh my gosh! And it, goosebumps. I mean, like at the time, again, this is this is an icon. This yeah. is Cosby one, show, and I mean. told Ryan afterwards that he had so much fun doing it that they we could have his cell phone number, and he would come on whenever we wanted and he came back there was a lesser candidate for mayor and i don't somebody that you wouldn't remember right and he for whatever reason came back to do an event for that candidate for mayor and we were like well let's see and i had ryan call him and sure enough bill cosby came back uh, on hello there. And, and, whatever you know, it was he's, three he's, months he's later or something like that voice. and did another 30 minutes and it wow. was it was unbelievable of course obviously yeah yeah. That it was in my sizzle reel, like when I was yeah, I bet. like it was all of those things. So that one was my one. That was my one, like genuinely iconic, famous phone number that I had in my phone. And now, I I don't I don't think I have anybody that's that. I don't think I have anybody that's that's super famous that way. That's in my. Yeah. I mean, well, you had a lot more interaction with him than I did with Bono. <laughs> with Bono, yeah. Well. Uh, that one blew me away, dog. That one was... I'm never, I'm never getting rid of it. As a matter of fact, I have it written down at home in case something happens to my cell phone yeah. so I can put it back you in. Get yeah. You should get it tattooed or something. That, was, <laughs> that one was wild, man. Yeah. That one was wild. Also, I had... Um, so I think a lot of people know that uh, I, I had a lot of interactions with Joe Flacco over the years. Yeah. And the first year, Joe's rookie season, um, I had to do two things a week with Joe that required me to reach out to him. Um and I don't know. I was 23 at the time. 25, sorry. I was 25 at the time. I was out one night drunk in College Park, and one of my buddies from college oh, no. got my phone and called oh, Joe Flacco. Man. Now, thankfully, Joe's a good guy because apparently he actually picked up the phone, oh. and my drunk buddy, who was an Eagles fan, I, they were, I don't know who they were playing that week, was like, hey, go beat the... And then just hung up. Like That's how the call went. Joe saw me on Sunday after the game. So what was that? And 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 the nicest way he possibly could, which is like, "Hey man, got a funny call from you the other night." <laughs> and I said, "What?" And I mean, like my face went white because I I definitely didn't call Joe Flacco. Yeah. Like I was like, "When I called you about doing the thing," he was like, "Nope." I'm like, "Uh, uh," and he let me know, and I was like, "Dude, I am so." So sorry. He said it's fine. It wasn't nothing bad. It was it was fine. It's like maybe don't give your phone uh, your phone around at parties or something. <laughs> like, yeah, 
I'll try not to do that, pal. I will try to avoid letting my phone get passed around at parties. That's the only one that I know of to this day that was ever a an know, problem, an issue for me. Uh, here, you can play Would You Rather Wednesday, uh, presented by Glory Days Grill since you're here. We were just talking about number one is, would you rather the run game gets fixed, but the edge rush continues to be a problem all year long, or... The edge rush gets fixed, pass rush gets fixed, but the run game continues to be a problem. I would say I want the edge rush fixed because I do think the running game will get a little bit better over time. But the real I'm I'm saying it's going to be a problem. You don't get it. It's going to be a problem. But the real reason is we're having no problem putting up points. Mm -hmm. So even with the run game bad, I would prefer the edge rush get fixed because if that were the case in this past game, we would have won. I I. I actually think the other thing is, if that were the case, we would have won. You could certainly argue I, that if we had gotten those one-yard runs, we would have won. But you shouldn't need more than 30 points to win. I Well, that's sort of the – both things are true, right? Like, yeah, I, And we got the 30 points. I understand that, but like, this is the NFL. Now, the, to me, the answer – and I, the reason why I agree with uh, Griffin on this one um, is this is the way the NFL works now. Good – Good offense will always beat good defense. Like that, the NFL wants it that way. Right. They change the right. rules. Good point. So, because of the rules of the NFL, my answer is always going to be: Well, I'd rather just have you have a totally functional offense, and hopefully the secondary and let the defense and, come as it will. Correct, because ultimately okay. you can always get That's the ball point. back to go. Try. They I won fourteen always, games doing that three years ago. Like, well, but we think the defense was. We, I mean, we thought their edge rush was better than right. it is now, right. right? Like, I'm not trying to say they had a crap defense. We think they had a really good defense too. But the point being, offense to me is always the answer in the NFL. I get you. Twenty twenty. I get you. Uh, number two. So I am. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm considering morphing this because I forgot about something. But number two, would you rather? Are you familiar with the Adam Levine story? He was having an affair, right? So Adam Levine yeah. from Maroon Five, right, was apparent allegedly having an affair with an Instagram model when he's married to a Victoria's Secret model. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, right. Um, now maybe might have been carrying on multiple affairs because okay. other women have come forward with their own Adam Levine sexts, and they are so embarrassing. Oh, they are, God, I they love that. They just make him look like... And you like, can read the real... I mean, oh, got, they're all over the internet right now. Like, they just make him look... And they're, they're mostly Instagram messages. They all make him look like he's 16 years old. Like, all, <laughs> now, he alleges it was only sexting. He never actually had an affair with any of these women, but I don't know. I don't know, bro. Like, these are... It is truly unreal how effing hot you are. Like, it blows my mind. Oh, my God. You are 50 times hotter in person, and so am I, he said. <laughs> ah, like, and is, so am I. so cringy. I may need to see the booty. <laughs> F. With a lot of Ks at the end. <laughs> like, that's the type of stuff. And now it's out there, and the internet is killing him. I may need to see I the may, booty. I may need... I, to see the booty. And for those watching, I am also 50 times better looking in person. That's right. That's a good point. That's a good point. The cameras don't really do it justice. Um, so my question was, also you, of course, know that I recently took some risque photos. I do. So my, God. My, my, again, one of the most disturbing Yeah, John was here. He walked through. Griffin was here. I was here. I was trying not to shoot, look. The photo <laughs> shoot was going on. Uh, it's it's you're gonna see it. The boys of Hamden, boysofhamden.com, to pre-order your calendar right now, benefiting the Hamden Family Center. And if you don't <laughs> order yours, I'm gonna order one for you. You're gonna have a boys of Hamden calendar 
They're asking. They're asking for more, Glenn. They want me to do the cover shoot too. Um, do they really? They really do. Wow. They really do. Oh God. Why would? You, why would you, I was there, Stan or sorry, John. I don't need to see it you again. Can't see it, people. But I don't need to see it again. It got worse, by the way. <laughs> really? Yes. It got. Were you guys I like? I can I wanna, say something about Stan? The were you like sitting on Stan's yeah. lap? Can no, I say something about happen. Stan? <laughs> yeah. He is. Oh, I love Stan. Oh, I do too. God bless him. Hold for on, going for it. He is incredibly comfortable. Yep. Naked. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've known that. I've known that. When we first started work, when I first started working here, he all said. Let's go to the baseball meetings. We'll go have a week. Oh, no. I forgot about that. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. I don't even think I was technically an employee. He's very time. comfortable in his own skin. Yes, he is. Um, anyway, so the original question was, would you rather your most embarrassing pickup attempt with a woman was videoed or your most embarrassing sequence of text messages was recorded and goes viral today? Oh, without a doubt. Or, or okay, I, a risque but not fully naked photo of yourself is sent to everyone in your phone, including Bono, of course. Well, the third one's kind of happened to me before. No, there's two options there. There's two. Oh. One is either, it's whatever's most embarrassing. Either the most embarrassing right? pickup attempt at a, mm-hmm. like at a bar was okay. filmed, or it's your most embarrassing, whatever it is, the most embarrassing involving sexting pickup attempt whatever it is the most embarrassing thing you've ever done. i would prefer the bar video you would prefer that goes viral yes because because i'm sure that other things could embarrass me more it's not That's fully a, naked i said though i'm just telling i'm you about that. to pose for a calendar so obviously i don't care if people see me and but you were talking about text speedo right but i'm saying okay i'm saying whatever's the most embarrassing yeah i get it people are really struggling with this yeah because you're not explaining it well Oh, no, I, I I don't think it's that hard. I'm sa- you're saying, what is the most embarrassing? That you, what do you not want? I I think um, you don't want your <laughs> sex getting out there. Sex, that, uh, please, I'm a mature man. I understand that, but you're a single man again. Well, I don't know. You're in a relationship uh, now, yeah, yeah, right? Like, but you're not married any longer. This is accurate, right? Um, your sex would get out there. You're implying that there are sex. Well, I don't I don't know how you live your life, John Colson. You're the one answering the question. I'm saying I would rather if the choice was my most embarrassing sex or my most embarrassing pickup attempt versus that's all in one category. Oh, okay. That's all one bucket. Gotcha. That's the bucket over here. Gotcha. In the other bucket, a risque photo goes out. I got it, Glenn, by the way. Thank you. So. Um I'll um I'll take the risque photo that's, no to go out. Yes. That's no problem. I am in with agreement that. with that, and that's kind of happened. I'm in it. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not, kinda, to, not at everybody on my phone list, but I've. No, had, I'm telling you, it's kind of happened okay. to me. Okay, <laughs> to everybody on your phone. list? No, but enough. That's people, a big. Enough it's a bit different. People. Yeah, it is. It's a bit different. Because then, like you and he. Would yes, get it. correct. <laughs> the I whole still thing. Would pre- I would still prefer. Yeah, that. right. Leah would. Get, I mean, like everybody I'd on the still phone prefer list. that. I think I would as well, Griffin. Um, I'm. I'm not sure. I'm. Like when. When John said right away the the embarrassing video or sex or whatever, I was thinking maybe just because viral at this point is such a uh, um, I don't know. Well, you're, like saying, well, you're a, saying it goes away. After, yeah, yeah, like, it goes like, yeah, away. It's embarrassing and it's, for and it's a potential a not everyone in my contacts would even see that anyway. And, mm, and okay. yeah, mm, I, um, I don't know. But yeah, I By think the time uh, we were done, like, they would. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, but I think uh, I think you're right. I think a photo is probably. What a, if I a changed it? Because I forgot about this, and I definitely wanted to include it. What if I changed it? 
Um, and it's either your most embarrassing, again, sexed or attempt to pick up a woman goes out, or you have you seen the Bryson DeChambeau video? Oh uh, yes. You're Bryson DeChambeau, and that video now ends up everywhere on the internet. I'm going to go with A this time. Not yeah, a. you're going to go with the sex at this point. That yes. is one of the most embarrassing things that I have ever seen happen to a human being. I have never... The man thought he got shot. <laughs> so good. All right, and number three, would you rather the uh, Orioles give up a huge price? Jackson Holiday, Grayson Rodriguez, Colton Kowser, the featured part of the trade, in order to get Shohei Otani, who they then extend the long term, or... No, that's still not the best way for them to go about doing their business. I guess I can't choose both. I would love to have Otani here just because that would be fun as yes, can be. Yes, it would be, be amazing. Oh so I'd probably lean that way because I'm only a make the trade. moderate baseball okay, fan. Okay, fair enough. So to Griffin, me, that would be really fun. I'm thinking I'm going to take Otani too. All right. Um, it's a big price. That, yeah, it is a big price. A big price. Big price. I get a big price. But yeah, I like what Drew was saying too. I mean, these guys are unproven. I mean, they should be surefire locks. I had it. I, I mean, guess, these are legitimate guys. That we're yeah. yeah. These are all first but, round you know, picks. Yep. These are all. You never know. Mm. Otani is going to come here and immediately be. I mean, he's going to. Uh, we know how to. We can tell this team knows how to win better than the Angels do already. So I think uh, it'll be. I think it'll be a win-win-win. Uh, and, and we should do By what the way, we can. I, uh, I'd be very excited. Uh, among, the, among the responses, uh, Proctor, Otani is a generational talent. I'd be more inclined to make this trade than any of the other bonkers trades that you've proposed on Would You Rather Wednesday. Well, what that doesn't, what does that say exactly? <laughs> what do you, I don't, uh, I, uh, I feel like It would be so much fun to have Otani here. Dude. However, it would. I'd, most of the other responses, by the way, we're still thin. I don't know what's going on today. It's been a very thin day for Would You Rather Wednesday. I think we flooded the, unfortunately, the timeline with, um, uh, Tyus Bowser and Marlon Humphrey content. And so it was a great night. It was a wonderful night. I mean, it really was a wonderful night. But it's it unfortunately has taken away from our Would You Rather Wednesday content, which is a bummer, but somebody's still going to win. Uh, a lot more no's. A lot more, uh, really? like Chris said, if you add trout to that, we can talk. <laughs> um, like, there's been a lot more on that way as far as the well, no's are concerned. Good for the Oriole fans thinking, uh, you know, knowing they that believe in their guys, I guess. Yeah. That's the way it goes. Uh, yeah, what a night we had, man. Just uh, just a really, really cool night. I said after, Marlon had such a good time. He came up, he sought me out after the show and said, hey, man, thank you. Yeah, I saw that. I was like. And he had to drive all the way. To- oh, my God. Well, he's downtown, so he lives downtown. As we learned, yeah, he's it was not, still much it's not than he Mills. Yeah, going. oh yeah, yeah, way way further than. Yeah, he's a downtown guy. Now. Um, but my God, man, he was he was phenomenal, and you know they talked about everything from Sunday. And as I said earlier, I think it was easier for them because neither they one didn't of them really play. was responsible I mean, yeah. for it. Like I think that makes it a bit easier. I mean, obviously, Marlon played, but he wasn't he's there not for in the, the fourth last quarter. Year. Yeah, yeah, and what, not when everything, not when the S hit the fan. One freaking play. Uh, yeah, correct. Uh, and, and, yeah. Um, so I think that made it a little bit easier for him, but they still, they talked about it. Like I was we, sitting in a bar in Cincinnati surrounded by Cincinnati fans watching that game. <laughs> yeah, well, they were probably running their mouth and then look at how was, things turned yeah, out for was, them. It was, well, yeah. yeah but look, it was look at how their day went. Yeah. Um, we just had an incredible night. We've had two really great uh, shows to start the season. If you're, I, Marlon Humphrey, Marlon Humphrey stayed and took pictures with and signed autographs for everyone that came out to Skip Jack's Crab Deck last night. And, and, I think I know who's going to be at the next one. I can't say, but let me just say it's a big raven. You want to, you want to write a name down for me? You want to write a name down, and I'll—I I, I won't—I won't—I won't say anything. 
That would be a very significant one. No question about that. That would be very, very significant. And I do remember that being someone who was on the list. Yeah. That um, was was in the plans. Well, that would be very cool. That would be very be a cool. Big, big win. Be a very big win. I like that. All right, John Colson. Anything okay. else I can plug for you? Well, <laughs> the the shows obviously we yes come out October October fourth yeah, at I mean, uh, Guilford Hall Brewery. That's, that's the our big next thing. One. And my buddies at Ginsu, I love them. I, I'm looking forward. <laughs> to Yo, yeah, my you're own. getting you're I'm getting looking your forward grill to my in about own. two weeks. And every by the way, every still every Ravens home game. How long are we running this drawing? We're going to do one at the end of October and one at the end of December. So here's the deal: between now and the end of October, any Tyus Bowser show, yep, or any Ravens home game. You go to the Hammerjacks, Hammerjack, the, Hammerjacks, the Mother's Tailgate at Hammerjacks. Hammerjacks. And it's free admission. Yeah. There's the VIP package as well that gets you all the, you know, the the good stuff. Yep. Um, and you go to Hammerjacks.com in order to get that. But you can just wander over to the Press Box Ginsu Grills tent. Get food samples. Get food samples and sign up to win. Again, chef two. Chef Carberry uh, is that who it is? is really? Mike yeah. Carberry. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, chef Carberry cooking the That's sausages. Awesome. That's awesome. Who I, he's actually really a cook at a restaurant. Oh, I didn't so know that. That's cool. Works out nicely. That's very cool. Um, um, and you can sign up to win your own Ginsu Kamado Grill right. and five hundred dollars in grilling meats. Yep. And we will pull a winner at the end of October and at the end of December. And you can sign up again at any Tyus Bowser show or at the Mother's Tailgate at Hammerjacks for any Ravens. Home and if game. you just want to reserve one. You That's can right. go to ginsugrills.com. That's the best way. And to you put in, um, you put in uh, promo. tailgate yes. promo code tailgate, and you get a hundred. And you get a hundred bucks yeah. off. Yep, hundred bucks. I mean, that's pretty good deal. Yeah, pretty good deal. John Colson, okay. appreciate it. Bye, Thank friends. You, sir. Thank you. When we come back in, boy, it's twelve sixteen, and we haven't even taken the last commercial break yet. Got a little out of hand here. Uh, when we come back in. We'll get a tidbit. We'll get to you. We'll wrap it up. It's Glenn Clark Radio. See Olympic athletes in action as the nation's best horses and riders compete in one of the world's premier equestrian events at the Mars Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, presented by Brown Academy, October 13th through 16th in Cecil County. Don't miss the breathtaking excitement of the dynamic cross-country competition or the elegance of dressage and precision of show jumping. There's also great shopping and activities, including a fresh food fest, corgi race, and a beer, wine, and spirits showcase. So come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the Mars Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, presented by Brown Advisory, October 13th through 16th. Learn more and buy tickets at maryland5star.us. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. The Baltimore County Police Department is hiring. Entry-level officers start at close to $59,000 a year with a $10,000 bonus, some restrictions apply. Plus a great retirement plan, medical, dental, and vision insurance, advancement to specialized units, tuition reimbursement, 15 sick days earned per calendar year, and even further incentives for military members and veterans. If you have a passion for service and want a career for life, visit joinbaltimorecountypd.com or call 410-887-5542. You must be a United States citizen, possess a valid driver's license, and have a high school diploma or GED equivalent. The Baltimore County Police Department is an equal opportunity employer. 
Sports betting has come to Maryland, and we're ready to help you win some money. Tune in for Simply the Bets every Tuesday morning at 11.40. FanDuel Sportsbook GM Leon Twyman and VEASAN's Aaron Oster join the guys every week to give you all of the info you need and offer you a few winners. And every other Thursday at 11.40, tune in for Weekend at Bookies as Andrew Stecka and Alloy Sports Brad Cronthal help make you some money for the weekend. So come win some money with us on Simply the Bets every Tuesday and Weekend at Bookies every other Thursday. Brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland. Listen at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. Watch at YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline. The Maryland Lottery presents Raven's Greatest Plays. 2021, the game on the line. With three seconds left, the Ravens connect on an impossibly long 66-yard field goal to beat Detroit. The longest field goal in history. Another great Ravens play belongs to Touchdown Joe from Silver Spring. Joe scratched a Raven scratch-off and won a top prize of $100,000. You could be next. Play Raven scratch-offs to win instant cash or enter to win great second-chance prizes. Please play responsibly. Experience the best in Kamado Grilling, a complete outdoor cooking appliance. The Ginsu Kamado Grill allows anyone to sear, grill, bake, and smoke all types of food. Designed for efficiency and function, the Ginsu Kamado Grill upholds the enduring legacy of the iconic Ginsu brand. The Ginsu Kamado Grill is perfect to cook all year round, is great for parties, and ideal for tailgating with your friends. Reserve your Ginsu Kamado Grill today at ginsugrills.com and get $100 off on your pre-order when you use the promo code tailgate that's ginsugrills.com reserve yours today join glenn at halftime of every ravens game for the project game day halftime show at facebook.com slash sports we apologize in advance there's not much we can do about his face and that don't get it all right uh winding down for a wednesday edition that uh, ran way long would you rather wednesday brought to you by glory days grill again give me your responses at glenn clark radio on twitter facebook.com slash glenn clark radio someone will win a 25 dollars gift card to glory days grill tidbit is brought to you by guilford hall brewery which is where we're going to be for the next tyus bowser show which is coming up on october 4th but before then you're going to want to be there for Oktoberfest this saturday the 24th noon to midnight you can get in for free, but there's two VIP packages available. $30 for all you can drink of their delicious craft beers. And again, the party goes for 12 hours. I mean, the more I'm thinking about it, like that doesn't seem... The math, I, it seems, I, it, it's going to ruin my business model is what it sounds like. Now, most people probably won't stay for 12 hours right. is my guess. Like most people will probably only go for, you know, part of the day. But yes, if you actually stayed for 12 hours, I... I have no idea how this works for Guilford Hall Brewery, and I probably should not be encouraging such activity. But a 12-hour party, $30 for all you can drink, $80 for all you can drink and eat from their delicious Bavarian menu. I, If you don't have plans Saturday, first of all, if you have plans, cancel them. If you don't have plans, now you do. GuilfordHall.com is the website, and if you have not been to Guilford Hall Brewery, it is a gem, man. 1611 Guilford Avenue in Station North. It is a phenomenal place for hanging out, for watching games. They're now open seven days a week, and they got inside and outside uh, areas. They've got multiple levels, um, dining areas. I, I am blown away by what an amazing establishment this is in the Station North neighborhood. It's one of the true gems of our city, Guilford Hall Brewery. Again, GuilfordHall.com and get your tickets for Oktoberfest on Saturday. 
All right, so uh, this one I actually heard on um, on the uh, radio broadcast of the Orioles game Monday night. Okay. Um, Jeff Hollander and uh, and uh, probably Jeff, not Jeff Hollander. Yeah, yeah, Brett Hollander and Jeff Arnold. Yes. were doing it, and uh, and so he had one uh, Miguel Cabrera, who is one of two baseball players in the history of the sport to have 500 home runs and also have four batting titles. That's he, remarkable. He is a long, He joins one other individual. Would you like to try to guess? No, it's because it's twelve twenty-two. Ted Williams. Ah, he was really good. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty amazing. That yeah, really that is was, pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, and then the other one. Uh, this was from Monday Night Football. Kirk Kirk Cousins uh, fumbled again. Um, and uh, since the stat was that they showed on ESPN was that he has seventy-two fumbles since twenty fifteen, which is the most in the National Football League. Um, his 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 Monday Night Football thing is even more remarkable. Though. Yeah, I mean, like it's just how, like how, and I get. I mean, like what it really might be is a reflection of playing good teams versus bad teams. It might right. be that we're specifically pulling up Monday Night Football numbers, but like if you really went through it, you would see that Kirk Cousins against like you know teams with five hundred records or but like it might be that you find something else in there. But Jesus Christ, how can you how can you be in the league for this long and just be this putrid? Um, so he does have the most fumbles. However, he doesn't have the most fumbles lost since oh. 2015, oh, well, which is a separate stat. Um, so I want to know if uh, you can tell me who uh, who had he is. Where is he? He's, he's okay. So he's tied for second with the most fumbles lost. Uh, but can you, I want to know if you can tell me who's number one, and then uh, who rounds out that top five of of fumbles lost. In the NFL since 2015, are they all quarterbacks? They are. It is pretty. It's essentially a quarterback stat. There are yeah, it two makes sense non because they're strip sacks. Yeah, there are two non QBs with 12 plus fumbles lost to uh, running backs um, since 2015. You said? yes, and they're all, are they all active? They are. All, they are all active. Yes, because okay, I would have thought so. It's not. It, the list will kind of make sense, I guess, once you hear it. Uh, uh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff is in the top five. Number five, 25 fumbles lost since 2015. I had no particular reason to think that, but. <laughs> He kind of fits some of the things. yeah. Uh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is tied with Kirk Cousins with 28 fumbles lost since 2015, tied for second, the most since 2015. A strategy's paying off so far. Yeah. Since 2015. Stafford. Stafford would be a good guess. He has lost 21, so <sighs> not top five. Derek Carr. Number one, Derek Carr, 32 fumbles lost since 2015. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill is on. He's he's high up there, not top five. 18 fumbles lost for Tannehill. Joe Flacco. Uh, Flacco might not have enough. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston just outside the top five with 24 fumbles lost uh, for Jameis. I'm going to have to go with better quarterbacks in a second. Yeah, you will have to go with Russell Wilson. Slightly better quarterback. Uh, not Russell He's Wilson. He's escapable. Is the, that's the, mm-hmm. that's the problem is that like the... Russell has 17. And Tom Brady doesn't take hits, so it's not mm-hmm. Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom um, Brady, he's not even anywhere I, near the top. I of was expecting list. it to be Ben Roethlisberger, but you said these are all active quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised Ben isn't like... I'm trying to find him. So hmm. I again I and I feel like Aaron Rodgers is mobile. He but is a former MVP. A former MVP. It's active. That is active. Yes. Different team than he won the MVP with currently. Different team currently than he won the MVP with. Different former MVP. It's on a different team than he won the MVP. Why am I blanking on this? Why am I suddenly not? The hell is going on? Different 
Former MVP. Oh, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, yes. 28, also 28 fumbles lost. So that is the top five. Derek Carr, Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan, and Jared Goff. And then uh, Melvin Gordon. And Melvin Gordon has 17 fumbles lost, which is more than a lot of quarterbacks. I apologize. Proctor, I just saw you guessing. But most of yours were wrong, except for Goff. And he did come up with Matt Ryan. So he's got that going for him. All right, uh, is that it? Uh, the most, uh, then uh, just for fun, the most fumbles in all time is Brett Favre, 166. That makes fumbles. sense. Brett Favre was reckless. Like That makes the, all the sense in the world. I, I wanted and, as it turns out, also a piece of crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see if I could do like fumbles lost all time, but fumbles lost, I think, wasn't accounted for until like the mid-2000s as yeah, a stat. So a lot it's of kind of... Were, sacks weren't... Yeah. Like, it's, a, it's a whole deal, man. Yeah. All right, uh, very good. Uh, here's Favre doesn't have the most fumbles lost all time, though. That is uh, Eli Manning has the most fumbles lost. I don't think lost. I knew that. Yeah. I don't think I knew that. That's interesting. All right, uh, here's what's coming up totally tubular-wise. Totally tubular is And then Big Ben's second, 51. Sorry. Thank sorry. you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank I, you. I, I meant I wanted to it's add only 1227. We've only been doing this for... And we got work to do later today. It's going to be a day. Uh, here, totally Tubular is brought to you by the Maryland Five Star. Come see Olympic athletes in action as the nation's best horses and riders compete in one of the world's premier equestrian events at the Mars. Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, presented by Brown Advisory, October 13th through 16th in Cecil County. Here's what's coming up. Totally Tubular. If you're a glutton for punishment, the Orioles play again tonight against the Tigers. So, Jordan Lyles on the mound is a win. I hope uh, he goes against Matt Manning, 7 o'clock on Masson. They also have uh, Nationals Braves right now on Masson and on the rest of the country on MLB Network. Mets Brewers, 3.30 on MLB Network. Cardinals Padres at 9.30. CBS Sports Network, Washington Spirit, and Angel City FC at 10.30. ESPN2, the League's Cup. Griffin never misses it. Chivas and FC Cincinnati at 7.06. Club America and Nashville SC at 9.06. Uh, TBS for AEW Dynamite Grand Slam tonight at 8 from Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York, including, of course, the huge championship match between um, the one guy and the other guy. There you go. Nailed it. That's two guys going for the championship tonight. <laughs> I, I think Andrew Stecka likes the idea of two guys. <laughs> um, uh, Brian Danielson and John Moxley for of the strap tonight at should Arthur Ashe Stadium. It. You definitely should have known that. Uh, anything non-sports wise? Yeah, a couple things actually. Uh, new season of season forty-four of Survivor premieres tonight. I, I, when you said race. a couple things, I thought it was going to be something interesting. Well, there are I interesting thought, things. Okay. That, Survivor is interesting to me. I if like you say so. Uh, Abbott Elementary. That show season two premieres of Abbott Elementary. Um, the Andor Star Wars series with um, you know, you know, not, not into that thing. one. But so the Rogue One movie. They I, people they are so I'm fine with it. Yeah. It's just not my thing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that one. And then uh, there's a a Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer uh, series on Netflix that's coming out today. Okay. Um, and then Meet Cute movie on Peacock looks really dumb. Oh. Pete, Kaylee Cuoco and uh, Pete Do Davidson. you have these things on this list, but you don't have Archer on the list? I have Archer on the list, but it's, okay. it's not like it's it's not like the premiere. Archer right, matters, right? though. It's like, on the list. I'll, anytime be, an episode of Archer is on, it matters. Whether it's, it's a, a rerun it's or... A good, no, no, no. Okay. Not that. <laughs> a new episode. It's a good show. I have it on my list. I don't it's have it on one of my highlights. Like. It's a show people enjoy. You put meat cute. This movie looks so stupid. It's well, like it, a time. So like she's like a don't, time don't, machine. Don't don't twelve twenty nine. It looks. We're so not going to talk about meat cute. We're not going to do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks today to Sean King. Uh, thanks. Uh, you still want to say something else about no, meat? I mean, I would have, but it's just God. a dumb movie. 
Thanks to Sean King. Thanks to Drew Forrester. We'll get that. And, of course, the entirety of the Tyus Bowser Show with Marlon Humphrey up in the greatest hit section of the <coughs> tab at glennclarkradio.com. On the program tomorrow, uh, Maryland legend Vernon Davis is going to join us. He's going to the Maryland Athletics Hall of Fame. Our buddy Sal Palantonio will be with us tomorrow. He is working the ESPN radio broadcast of Ravens Patriots on Sunday. Um, what do we do on Thursdays? Oh, picks. We do picks oh, on yes. Thursdays. So we'll do that and stuff and things. We'll get you segment number two of the Tyus Bowser Show as well. All right. Thanks to everybody. Oh, you know what? I need to thank uh, the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. Love them. Love them. Best place to watch and bet on every game. If you want to reserve your spot, they're always busy during football season. Make sure you get your table, your reclining chair for you, your friends, your group, whoever it is, by emailing events at sportssocialmd.com. Thanks, everybody, at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including the Baltimore Police Department, Glory Days Grill, Royal Farms, Costa Sin, the Maryland Lottery, Guilford Hall Brewery, Great Eights Memorabilia, the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, Maryland Vascular Specialist, the all-new Ginsu Grill, the Baltimore Orioles, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Griffin at Griffin underscore Bass. Thanks. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, where we got some content coming through at Glenn Clark Radio. All right. Have a great Wednesday night. Go Birds. Why not? Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks, too.